Radio 610 WIOD presents Neil Rogers. To get in touch and talk, call 751-WIOD in Dade, 524-WIOD in Broward, or 655-278-WIOD in the Palm Beaches. Other areas may call collect. The opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Seven at WRD. We have all the celebrities in the studio today. We've got Gilbert and Fat Rich. Where the hell is Eric, Marvin? Is they holding Eric a prisoner? Is is he in a building? What does that mean? What is this? Boy, don't uh, go like this. I'm not sure I know what that means. Anyway, and we also have a surprise celebrity in Boy Gary's office. We understand uh, through the grapevine. I wonder what that's all about. Do you think he's going to relent? You think he's going to cave in and show up here? And also, Channel 6, it must be a really slow news day. Channel 6 is here, desperate for something, to make something out of nothing. And we have the uh, New Times here. We want to thank them profusely for, in fact, Stan had it last night. And Stan also had a couple of real yentas. Yentas in training. we got a new uh, deal here in South Florida. We've discovered where all the condo yentas come from. There's Eric right there. Have a seat, Eric. We'll uh, put you on in just a second. In fact, maybe you and Gilbert want to get real familiar here while we uh, get set up. Anyway, what was I talking about before Eric came in? Um, what was it? <laughs> See, you're not paying attention. I'm just testing you. You're not paying any attention. No, you're just upset because uh, you know who's in the other room. I was asking the musical question, uh, was he going to relent and come in? Now, do you understand what any of this is about? You do. Okay, give him that mic, Gilbert. Sure. Because you'll have plenty of opportunity. Now, how, uh, you got to get close to uh, something, Eric. Well, how I, long I, have you been listening to this show? About a year. About a year. Is that mic on, Melvin? Or is he just uh, doing it by himself? Go ahead. Well, I saw a wounded bird when I was walking in. We have an interesting uh, piece that somebody sent on the fax machine about dead birds, by the way. It says, while sitting on a platform waiting to speak, the 78-year-old Winston Churchill was handed a note by an aide. Churchill glanced at the message, which advised, Prime Minister, your fly is unbuttoned. Churchill then scrawled beneath it, Never fear, dead birds do not drop out of nests. You get it, Gilbert? 
<laughs> okay. And uh, what we're going to do a little later on, we're going to have a little contest to see uh, which is the real Gilbert. Is it real or is it Memorex? Wouldn't that be good? Sure. Now, give uh, Gilbert back. We, don't we have more than one microphone? Come on, Rich. Do something constructive. We let you speak yesterday. It will never happen again. Oh, look at that. He's got a long one there. I mean, a mic cord. Um, anyway, speaking of that, does anybody get the impression that Alex is desperate? Boy, I mean, talk about horny. Do you get that impression? Because that's the topic for his show today. Alex wants to get laid. That's what it says on the thing here. Is again? That, yeah. That's the subject again today. Well, he's going to keep talking about it until something happens, which I think uh, maybe by July. Okay, look at this. we got a whole bunch of mics here. we got the TV people. And uh, like I said, somebody is in with Boy Gary. I've got the article here. Let's do the first break right away, okay? Is that okay, Gilbert? Sure. Fabulous. You sure? Because you haven't said much yet. I well, let, know. Let's talk for a minute about the party last night. That's what I was starting to get into, about those Yentas in training that called Stan. Boy, did that piss me off last night about, well, Neil shined Bill. I didn't shine anybody. Didn't I say on the air yesterday I probably wasn't going to be there? Yes, you did. Because it was his party and his audience, and uh, I didn't want to muscle in, so I went to his house. I gave him that very expensive gift that I bought him. I no, no, it wasn't real expensive, but they're nice binoculars, so he can at least see his horses falling back at the track. I had a fabulous time last night. A lot of people? Oh, yeah. There had to be about 300 people. They had to wait about a couple of uh, shifts because uh, I was a uh, pizzeria. It's, it's fabulous. And Lester was there? Oh, yeah. Lester and was there. And traveling Matt? Yeah, Matt was oh, there. Oh, great. Boy, I sure made the right decision. You know, and also the one, uh, uh, you know, big eyes, you know, the one that uh, was talking to me that you met him at the track. No, the eyes? Yeah, the eyes. There? Oh, there. man, did I yeah, make a good choice. Yeah. Is he a friend of yours? <laughs> well, now he is, because I met the guy. Oh, good. Well, that's good. Better you than me, Gilbert. <laughs> All right, so we're going to read the New Times article. It's really not anywhere near as exciting as I thought it was going to be. I guess they cut the really slanderous stuff out that he said. Is that possible? Mm -hmm. It's only one page. It's got a beautiful picture of the bird. He looks just like Ed Kaplan with uh, only his teeth aren't as shiny. And then they have a reasonable facsimile of me there, and underneath it says, W.I.O.D. Big Mouth Neil Rogers, which I take as a tremendous compliment. It's not bad. Did you see it, Eric? I haven't looked at it yet. Well, look at it. I mean, the article. While uh, I'm doing the break here, and then uh, you can kind of get in on this, too. Look at that. He's all got like a... Are you dressed like that for a reason today? Did you think this was like a classy place? Well, of course not. I wanted to look good, you know. Oh, okay. You didn't have to put any clothes on to look good. Neil, I what? thought it's a very possibility that Alan Funt might be here. Let's talk about uh, Toyota of Hollywood right now. <laughs> All right, calm down, calm him down. You think so? Anyway, do you think he's going to come in? Mm -hmm. You do. Why? Oh, you went out and checked it out. I just have a feeling. Oh, you have a feeling that he's going to relent and come in here. Wouldn't that be exciting? God, that would be great. Would you go for that? The bird coming in? Yes. Right. Oh, that would be great. That would be. Sad. You know why he's going to come in? Because he knows there's food coming. Anyway, let's tell you about Toyota of Hollywood. Christina WIOD. Before we read the article, by the way, we have a celebrity caller on the hotline. <laughs> Hello? Neil. Yeah. They won't let me come see you. Where are you? I'm in a hidden place. I'm hidden away someplace in the building. In the bowels of the building. Yes, exactly. The bird is in the bowels of the building. I came <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gilbert. Gilbert, calm down. Okay. Now, listen, Bruce and Disney won't let me come in and see you. Why not? They said they didn't want it. They didn't want it. And I said, that, 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 They don't want what? They don't want me to come confront you. Why not? I, you asked them. I, I uh, argued and argued, and they said, absolutely no. They didn't want it on the air. They didn't want what on the air? They didn't want me to confront you face to face. But confront they, me with what? 
with the with the article about what's all this screaming and all these horrible, awful things you've been saying about me for four days. I read the article, I don't see anything there, and I want to talk pretty to you. Pretty weak, pretty weak. Well, they took all the slanderous stuff out. So why do you think there was slanderous stuff? Well, that's what Fat Rich said. Oh, Fat Rich. We're Rich. sitting right here. Okay. Well, let me, let me see if we can't uh, get through to them. I mean, are, are, do they decide who's going to be on this show now? Is yes. that a new deal? I came walking I in. I think we have, like, open warfare here now. Yes. I can't believe it that they're uh, going to uh, censor a guest on this show. I mean, if Alex can have some bare-breasted boob in here Why can't from the I donut do? shop, we could certainly have uh, just a red-breasted and, uh, and discuss this bluebird. point by point with you. Yeah. And Disney and Bruce said, absolutely no, and get out of the property. Get out of the property? That was the... Woo! But I found a hidden secret place, which I can't disclose, <laughs> in the bowels of WIOD that I am calling you from. Now you see, now everybody in the audience is going to say, oh, this is obviously set up. This no. is a put-up job. Well, that's what they're all going to say. Well, we have never contrived anything no. ever. No. This is all real. Except the weekend in Chicago. <laughs> There's that laugh again. Yeah, I heard it. Not not quite as enthusiastic as it used to be. Now, oh, well, you know. Well, listen, I just want you to know that I'm still a fat gay atheist, okay? Because I saw that's one of the uh, big things. I'm still uh, all of those things, okay? I know. Are you fat? Yes. Are you gay? Yes. Are you an atheist? Yes. What's the problem? None. <laughs> but not screaming. Not today. I know some people who are screaming, but you've that's another screaming. story. Been... Well, you wouldn't be happy in here anyway, because Eric is in here, and you get very upset when he's very uh, good-looking guys. Although Eric is so pretty that he's probably prettier than a lot of the girls you've seen, okay? You don't mind my saying that, do you? No, no. No, he likes that. You mean I'm not... Are you a model, Eric, by no. Well, you should be. You mean I'm not... Isn't he pretty, uh... uh... Yes, he is. Yeah. Hi, Brian. Gilbert, Gilbert said Eric was pretty. I wanted to meet Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, come on. Uh, well, down. Don, now wait a minute. Don't say come on, Don. Are you the general manager now, Gilbert? Yes, I mean, I know you're no, moving exactly. up fast in the business, but geez, don't uh, lose me my job here today. No. What is their problem? Why are they so hostile? I, let me just uh, quote one thing. I'll read the article in a minute. But it says uh, December 5th, Gary Bruce, WIOD program director, called me into his office. This is you talking, and said there was nothing wrong with my work. They all liked my work. Yeah. So why are they so hostile toward you? They I, love you. Also, I was invited in by Nick Lawrence a couple of days ago. Well, but you turned it down. I turned it down. Well, what made you change your mind? Well, when I what saw... What gave you a change of heart? Oh, God. Uh, when I saw the article. And I, and I, and my in other words, it wasn't as vicious as you thought it would be, so no, you figured uh, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be quite as uh, hysterical in here, right? No, I... You suddenly I, developed a little bit... Uh, that has nothing to do with it. I read fortitude. the article... I didn't see anything in there that you've been screaming your head off about. Well, I, I've been screaming based on what uh, uh, Howard Stern, who wrote the article, told me, or whatever his name is, Albert Stern. Howard Stern. And Fat Rich. Well. I mean, Fat Rich has been setting this thing up like it was uh, verbal warfare. I mean, the whole uh, audience, look at that. we got almost every line on the board flashing and puking and well, going nuts. About, I want to talk about reality, what it really was in reality. Now, Gilbert's amazed with that phone. Have you ever seen anything like that, Gilbert? Uh, Even when Joey was on, it wasn't that good, was it? Uh, yes, it was. It's uh, like a, a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree, yeah. Yes, it or is. a Hanukkah bush. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do the material, okay? So, anyway, uh, you're in the building somewhere, uh, hidden out, like um, he's taking the building hostage. Well, Bruce discovered me. He just opened the door and looked at me and left. Very disgusting. He looked at you and laughed? He looked at me and left. Oh, left. But he said I was allowed to call. 
But he said, I wanted to do it. This whole thing has been in public. Well, what is he upset about? I don't know. Go see if uh, Boy Gary's upset, Rich. Go out there and do some good work here. This is incredible. This whole thing has been in public. We have to send Super Yet out to see what the hell's going on. I okay? wanted it to, con to continue in public, not in private. Exactly. We don't like this backstabbing. Now, one thing you at least admit about me, I come right out on the air. I know you're listening. I say it right out there, right? Well, I mean, even if you don't like it, I say it. Well, I, I don't call up Fat Rich at home at night and say, oh, that the SOB, the bird. I don't do that. I come right out and uh, lay it on the line. Do you? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll be glad to lay it on the line. Okay. Eric and I have some things to do here first, but uh, when we're done... Well, that's what I wanted to do with this. I wanted to continue. What, you want to do it with Eric, too? No, I wanted to... Alex Bennett, Meg, I think he's going to do it with anything that moves. You better watch out if he comes in the building. <laughs> Very desperate man. Uh, this has been in the light of day, this whole thing. I okay. Continue that Can I put you on hold for a second, sure. or You're not going anywhere, are you? Where have I got to go? Job. What else is he going to do? Well, that's true. Well, I mean, I'm just, I don't want to come back to the phone and find out they're carrying you out. Well, do you remember in Network when they dragged Howard Beale off? Unless they do that. I'll do you remember that scene? Unless that happens, I'll be here. Okay, hold on. Okay, the bird is on hold. He's somewhere in the building, and uh, right now Fat Rich is in there just trying to... He probably Fat Rich created a tremendous problem, because you know him will go in there and say, What's your problem? Don't be a little diplomatic, Rich, okay? I mean, you don't work here. You just kind of stick your nose in everybody's business. Go out there and just find out why they're so uptight. I don't see anything wrong with this. We invited the man to come in. They never said to me, oh, gee, you shouldn't have done that. They never got, I haven't heard a word from them. Of course, they don't speak to me, but that's another story. Anyway, uh, Gilbert loves Charhut. Yes, it's... Oh, thank God. Are you awake, Gilbert, or are you just yes. in a state of uh, shock there? No, come I'm on, awake. get with it. I'm awake. Okay, you'll love uh, Char. They'll be open in uh, seven and a half minutes, by the way, to serve lunch. A lot of people like lunch early, right? Yes, that's you true. You bet, the early bird, so to speak. And uh, they serve real food real fast. A great new sirloin steak sandwich with a barbecue sauce. The Char Big... Okay, 1026. Can you hear me? Am I on? Are yes. we on? Am I on? I don't know. Yes. Anyway, I'm not in the studio, so I don't want anybody to uh, start playing Butch Boss now. I kind of left. I figured I'd walk around a building and see if I could find anybody. <laughs> and uh, we're in a little in the bowels of the building now. I've got a little short cord here, but I've always had that problem. <laughs> so uh, you can't come in, huh? They, I, you could have knocked me over with a feather. Well, they said no. you said that a lot. You can knock you over with a feather. Wow. That's another story. I don't understand it, because it says here that uh, they like your work, they yeah. like you, they were going to offer you weekends. Yes, it's what he told me. And they love you, they but said they I don't to... want you in that studio, boy. I can't believe it. They told me to get out of the, get off the property. Off the property, they told you? Yeah. What does that mean? Leave. They let Gilbert in. Well, what does that tell you? Maybe Gilbert could come in here for a second. <coughs> Gilbert? Yeah, hi, Brad. Hi, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he my buddy now? Come on, Gilbert, just for a minute. Okay, how you, you been? Gilbert, I, I missed you. Gilbert's going to be... Uh, Gilbert and Eric are going to replace you. We can't do it with one person, of course. Mm -hmm. Gilbert? Fascinating. Uh, you know, I, I have uh, been... Gilbert! Yeah. Have his own mind. Get in here, Gilbert. <laughs> oh, I, excuse me for a minute. Yeah, excuse Gilbert for just a second. He's got an important uh, outside appearance to make. Boy, you're in such demand, Gilbert, it's incredible. Hey, Gilbert. Now, don't... Hey, don't, don't all right, not too loud now, not too loud. They might hear this. We're hidden. This is the bowels of the building. Isn't this incredible? Yes, it is. The uh, the uh, extent we have to go to to accomplish anything around here. Were you surprised uh, that I showed up or that I wasn't invited in? Or? Yes, I'm. Wait, wait a minute. That you weren't invited in. Don't say that to me. We invited you in. Well, me I and mean, Fat Rich. What I meant was my social director. Yeah, that they wouldn't let me in this morning. 
this is a big surprise to see you and me uh, together like this. Yeah, it sure is. is Makes it? me wonder what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you remind me of a good compliment. There you go. Okay, like, yeah. um, uh, uh, Glenn, do you know uh, Ed Kaplan? Ed, what? Ed Kaplan. No. Well, you, you look a lot like uh, Ed Kaplan. I do. Yes. Huh. <laughs> I've heard about his teeth. Mm. So you read the article, Gilbert. What's uh, the reaction? I, I'm not yet. I haven't had. Oh, you a haven't chance read it because I've been so excited to uh, be here in person, and this is a big surprise. Yeah, isn't it? Yes, I'm it surprised. <laughs> I can't uh, deny that I'm surprised. What's going on, Rich? They upset? Oh, okay. okay. Well, start hearing chairs hitting the wall out there. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Okay. Don't force it. Okay. 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 That's it. Hmm. So do a little uh, interview. Find out why he's all upset. Okay. Uh, why are you uh, upset? Upset? Yeah. About, I'm not upset. Uh, I simply, there's uh, been a guy here who's been for two months saying things about me that are awful or are not true or giving wrong impressions. And because I don't have a voice right now, in other words, my own show or any place, I wanted to set the record straight on a couple of things and just uh, sort of give my side of it. Anything wrong? Well, uh, you should be entitled to it to have your side You would think. Ah! That's what? Well, when you read the article, there's uh, some things in here about a... Uh, well, for example, no, no, no. Why they picked that you had to put in big letters? <laughs> yeah, screaming. Uh, I wanted to to to. Uh, well, it really the article turns out simply to be like a history of the mm-hmm. team, what happened, and a few incidents. That's all, you know. How did you uh, find uh, uh, Neil? How did I find him? Yes, I was working over. I was sitting in a room alone. He was sitting in a room alone screaming and yelling and his blood pressure going through the roof, mm-hmm. and I sort of came in and uh, calmed him down a little bit. I did not make him into what he is today. I did not make him funnier. I didn't do that. Uh, my goal the entire time I was with Neil Gilbert was just to make the show better if I could. And to, interesting. To, to contribute a little bit. And, um, don't give them the stir. Don't get so in there and interesting. Don't start, uh, you know, we already got one problem here. Don't. <laughs> we have a problem? Well, no, I don't think so. Okay. And, uh, I, I think I may have been a little misunderstood, Gilbert. Uh, I've always admired this man. I was mm-hmm. a big fan. Let's hear it for our live studio audience out here, by the way. Here we go. This is great. By the this way, is Neil, incredible! Look at all this, and we got TV Channel Six is here. Yeah. This is going to be on the news tonight, by the way, on Channel Six. Gilbert, don't I miss am, it. I'm looking forward to it when I get home. Me too. Me too. Don't miss it. You know the, the Giselle Fernandez show mm-hmm. over on Channel Six. What time is it on? So I can six on six. Six thirty, maybe. Okay, I'll play it on six o'clock on six. Yes. On TV six. Don't turn it off. <laughs> By the way, Boy Gary is in a meeting in the, in the conference room and is oblivious. Get out of my way, Gilbert. But I guess no, I start hugging you, oh, Gilbert. God. Oh God. But I guess I when the camera's rolling. Come on. I guess I can continue to talk. The story of my life. I was hoping Eric would be doing the hugging, and it's Gilbert. Jeez. Hello. Yeah, I still have a mic. Yeah, you still have the mic. This okay. is Yeah, but great. it's better if I'm back in here, isn't it? I Well, this is sort of like Herman and McBean. You are know what's going on? You're in one room, I'm in the other, like Herman He's and McBean. He's in a meeting in the conference room. Oh, yeah, today is Wednesday. They have those big meetings to set up next week's meeting. Hmm. How come I can't hear him? What the hell just happened? Hello? 
Hello? What? This is like Herman and McBean. I love them. Oh, yeah. You're in hey, they room? need some help. <laughs> you ought to sneak in over there and see if you can't help them. Can you say Coast 97? You bet. You bet your uh, whatever. Great. Okay, yeah, it's good to be back in here. I got some material I can use. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I should read the article on the air, shouldn't I? If you yeah. like. And I would like to, though, comment occasionally, if that's possible. During the reading? Yes. Why not? Can't we wait till we finish? It's not that long. No, it's or one the page. article either. One page. Put it away, Eric. Come well, on. why can't we go through it, like, point by point and go through it but slowly? But can't I read it first? Would you like? And then we can go back and go over it point by point. Wouldn't that be better? It'll uh, kill a lot more time, too. True. Okay, hold on. What do you mean, hold on? He's not on the phone anymore. All right. Uh, let's do that break now, Melvin, because I've got to read this thing. It'll take about five minutes is all, and then we'll uh, go over it point by point. It's America. You ought to, you ought to have a right to uh, say your thing. Well, thank you. And I, well, no, seriously, I don't know what they're all so hysterical about. I what don't the hell either. Look at Christine, man. She looks like she saw a ghost. God. What are they all uptight about? What the hell is their problem? I don't know. Other than usual. What's the usual problem? Brain damage? Will they bring me food in this room? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now we find out why you came in. <laughs> okay, there's one of those old laughs. Great. Oh, man, all of a sudden my appetite is... Uh, no, all right. 27 till 11 at WIND. We're going to do a little break. We've got the bird in the booth and uh, Gilbert in the box. And Eric is here, sitting here taking his clothes off very slowly. And um, just tell him to keep his clothes on, Eric. We don't want to be... I mean, uh, what's your name? Gilbert. Okay, 26 till... Well, you know, Marvin already knows. I get very shook up when Eric comes in because I'm just not used to seeing anybody looks human. I have to look at Melvin every day. All right, it's uh, 1034 at WYOD. We'll be right back. You know, I never realized just being a little bird could be so complicated. Okay, 1038. It's 22 till 11. <laughs> have fewer words ever been spoken. Okay, just to dummy up in there or we'll have you kicked out of the property, okay? But, of course, then you could go over to Channel 7. Yes. And create some real problems for them. So I don't know what their story is. They must be having executive meetings about this now. Mm. We'll send Rich out to crash the meeting in a minute. Okay, <laughs> now here, everybody be quiet. I'm going to read this verbatim, verboten from New Times, page four. And uh, the circulation guy didn't show up from New Times. He must be ugly. He didn't come in here today. Okay, it says, Rogers to Hill, bye-bye, Birdie. The business of radio is well known for its revolving door. They must have written this story here. One... One minute you're on the air, the next minute you're on the sidewalk. So common is the in-and-out routine. Hmm. That must be on the Alex Bennett show they're talking about. So common is the in-and-out routine that the door is usually kept well-oiled. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, though, it squeaks. Oh, wouldn't you know that? Oh, there. The rack won't squeak. Occasionally, though, it squeaks as some poor slob tumbles out to an uncertain future. And so Glenn the Bird Hill recently fired from his job at WYOD AM and sidekick to talk show Terror, Neil Rogers, isn't quite willing to slip silently into oblivion. And Rogers, South Florida's foremost purveyor of pure spleen, is not willing to put up with the bird's squawking. The axe fell on the bird's neck in December, and he says it came as a complete surprise. I had no inkling. I thought we were a team. I thought this was my job. Naive, says Rogers. If Hill's firing came as a shock, that's only because his ears were plugged up. And I've got news for you. Anybody else would have canned his ass a long time before I did. Such is life on the airwaves. Hill is out of work, but not for the first time in his career. Between 1976 and 86, he delivered afternoon news and entertainment reviews at Love 94. Hi, Irene. We'll be right with you. Ultimately leaving that station... He's right in that room over there. Ultimately leaving that station under mutually acrimonious circumstances. 
He was hanging out at the WINZ newsroom in 1987, hoping to land a permanent position when he met Neil Rogers, whose talk show was shifting from issues-oriented frothing to stream-of-consciousness frothing. I started bringing in the mail to him, recalls Hill, and started staying on the air for a few minutes. When Rogers moved his act to WZTA-FM on weekday mornings in November 87, Hill went with him. His role expanded to that of featured presence on the show, his distinctive cackle of a laugh punctuating Rogers' diatribes against neighbors, rival radio personalities, and so forth. The morning show was hugely successful, garnering top ratings, but according to Hill, the program's risque comedy in a protected legal tangle with Coral Gable's attorney, Jack Thompson, began attracting the attention of the FCC. That made Zeta management uncomfortable, and that made Rogers uncomfortable. So in November 1988, Rogers packed up his insults and moved to WILDAM, where his midday program has been a ratings wiener, winner ever since. Hill went with him, and that's when the trouble began. Hill says, when I met Neil, he was a fat gay atheist sitting in a room and screaming. I attempted to take the edge off his hatred, to inject something positive, some goodness and humor into the show. I could tell that I calmed him down. Rogers, I've been in the business for 30 years. That means there were 27 years before I met Glenn Hill. I had a lot of success in this market before I met Glenn. He didn't make me funnier. That really cracks me up that I was a miserable person before he came along. That's hysterical. Hill pinpoints this past August as the turning point in their relationship. The baseball season was hot, and the Chicago Cubs were making a serious run for the pennant. Right, Gilbert? Yes. Rogers, I'm into sports. I like the Cubs. I talk about it all baseball season, but every time I'd bring it up, he'd take his mic and slam it on the table, put his head down, and start pouting and sulking. Hill says, I have no interest in sports. It bores me, and I would act bored. The only section of the newspaper Neil would read was the sports section. I've never known anyone like that. Hill admits he threw temper tantrums, but says he cooled it after Rogers asked him to stop. Nonetheless, Rogers began attacking him on the air, bringing up subjects that Hill had thought would remain private. Rogers, the only way I found success in dealing with a bird was by ripping him on the air. Oh, look at that little Joey's here. Come on in, Joey. Join the party. Be part of our live studio audience. There's food coming. Uh, otherwise, what I said went in one ear and out the other. It would last for a couple of weeks, but then the antics would start again. Hill, he har harassed me about anything he could. Example, Rogers said the bird took a Twinkie, apparently a young girl, aside and ignored other fans at her personal appearance at Toyota of Hollywood. Hill claims that was not the case, but says I made certain that nothing like it would happen in other personal appearances. Now he says that I always took a Twinkie off in the corner. He never forgets, and he never forgives. Rogers, the ripping was part of his role on the show, part of why he was here, to be ripped. The problem was that he became a liability instead of an asset. He got way beyond the original role to sit in the back, laugh a little bit, take care of certain odds and ends, and just be an adjunct. But he wanted to be an equal, wanted it to be a two-man show. I don't do a two-man show. The end for the bird came on December 5th, a Tuesday. Hill says, Gary Bruce, WIOD program director, called me into his orifice and said that there was nothing wrong with my work, that they all liked my work. He said, Neil Rogers wants you off the show. I thought it was a joke. I was waiting for another sentence, but there was no other sentence. Rogers, who was not present at the meeting, I'm the one who said to general manager Mike Disney, he's got to go. And they jumped at it. The next day they said, adios, goodbye, you're fired. They obviously were in accord with it. That week, Hill says, he called Rogers, who was cordial and friendly. The following Monday, however, Rogers again began to rip into the bird, inviting callers to voice their opinions about Hill's firing. The audience, according to Rogers, supported it almost unanimously. To the bird, it was... Betrayal. Hill, people were always telling me he was hateful. It took three years, but after my firing, I found out that was true. 
Rogers, he was unemployed, doing nothing when we made a job for him out of nothing, and out of coming in and laughing and stuffing his face with a free meal every day for three years, we gave him a hell of an opportunity, getting paid $50,000 to laugh and eat. But he couldn't just do that. His head got too big for his britches. He wanted to be a superstar. Hill, Neil made me a name. If you know him, you know me. I thought I could parlay that into something good, but that hasn't happened. I want to remain friends. There's no reason not to. I thought maybe I could see him sometimes, maybe go to the track with him. But he doesn't seem to want that. Rogers, we had no relationship. There was no personal friendship or common interest. I'm not interested in ripping back. I wish him luck and hope he finds himself a job. I'm doing better now that he's gone. I feel liberated. End of quote. End of article by Albert Stern. You got it? Did he pass out? Did they get him out of the building? Oh, he's in there. I'm still here, believe it or well, not. Well, that's it. That's the end, okay? That's all that they wrote. Not much. Now, there was obviously a lot more said, a lot more of Now, how do you slander. know that? Well, that's what uh, Albert Spear told me. He was reading from the notes. Now, he came to your house. Let's go back to the beginning, okay? How did this article come about? Did they call you? No. Oh. How I, did it happen? I told you. I wanted to... You told me? No. I oh, told you a few you minutes ago. Rich. No, I told you a few minutes ago. I wanted to... Well, let's to... just forget about that. I wasn't in there. I was just make-believe, okay? I don't want to get, you know, the powers that be upset. I wanted to... You a... know how emotional and erratic Boy. they are. I wanted uh, my voice. I want voice. you off the property. What? Yeah. I wanted to uh, say my piece. I wanted to give my side of the story, so I called them. Why wouldn't you call a herald? I... Why would you call New Times? I, uh... I mean, New Times is pretty marginal, isn't it? No. 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 Is it like a mainstream publication that everybody reads? Is it like a household word? I think a lot of people see it. I find it pervasive down here. I see it everywhere I go. And I thought... It's uh, pervasive? That's what I find. I find it everywhere I go. Every, uh... Well, the people from Channel 6 are nodding yes. It's uh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're not talking about the same thing, but I'm trying to give you... This a was story. my first Nobody choice. reads New Times. You're Come on. Nuts. Everybody like about looks six at it. drunks in the grove oh, or spaced out of their mind. You're wrong. Eric, did you ever read New Times? I picked it up once or twice. No, I mean new time. Well, no, we don't want to get in your personal <laughs> life yet. That's a little later. Once. I read, what? I read the magazine. Once. Now, why did, did Fat Rich think it was uh, vicious? Why did he think that? Well, he's here. Is his mic open, Melvin? I know. Melvin! Is his microphone open? I never... Okay, your mic is open. My mic is open. Well, slide it forward. Don't sit in the back. Don't be a wimp now. You're the big troublemaker. You're the one who created most of this. Well, first of all, Glenn, why don't you tell Neil about the, uh, why you didn't go we to can't, the can, We can't hear Herald. him? He's way in the back. Why I didn't mic. go Don't to be the like Herald? Alex Bennett. Don't, and don't put your hands in front of the mic. That's it. Why be I didn't go to the Herald? Yeah, because you didn't... What you told me the other night. What? I don't remember. Remind well, me getting good that now. New, that New Times was number one on your list, and if they wouldn't pick up the story, then you would go to Tom J Tom Jicka of the Herald. Or Juan uh, Cotto. Yeah. Well, Juan I, Jicka doesn't one, work one, at the I, Herald. I mean, uh, one I thought someone would listen to my story. New Times was my first choice. For what story? My side of the story. What side? Of what story? You got I'm not fired. allowed to have a side. Well, I guess, but I mean, you got fired. It happens in this... Have you been fired before? Yeah. Will you be fired again? Probably. Well, there you go. So? So that's life. That's life in the radio biz. Okay, you had a good run for almost three years. Wasn't it a soft touch? Yeah, dealing with you. That was like ah! falling off a log. Oh, okay, here we go. Dealing with me. Mm -hmm. This is excellent. Let's hear about it. Well, are you the easiest person on the face of the earth to get along with every day? No, but when you feed somebody every day and you pay them that kind of money and you create jobs for them when they're not even wanted, don't you understand that when I went to Zeta, I had, I had lunch with Gary Lawrence. Do you remember that? 
Because I told you about it. Yeah. At lunch with Gary Lawrence, he said, we want to put you on the FM in the morning. We're trying to save Zeta. The thing is uh, going over like a pregnant pole vaulter. And uh, I said, okay, I think I'll give it a shot. Uh, sounds like a great uh, opportunity. And he said, who do you want on a you know, morning show? Can't have one person. Who do you want with you? And you were the first person I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me, and he was hysterical. Like, are you nuts? Was it a correct decision, do you think, on your part? You mean looking at it in retrospect? For Zeta, yeah. Morning show. Okay. Everything was fine. Great. All right. Caprita was pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I agree. Wasn't he? Yes. You get along with Dave? Yeah, very well. Hmm. Always have. I've known Dave for decades. Are we missing something? Didn't we have a little episode here on the air? About? Back in November? Oh, yeah, but we straightened all that okay. out. Okay. Well, no, I just want to make sure. Um, okay, so we did that. And then, uh, obviously, now, the thing in the article here about uh, the FCC and all this stuff, that was a part of it. But let's face it, I think there's a little more to leaving over there mm -hmm. than just that, wasn't there? Yeah, sure. Well, this is just what they decided to print. Working for morons. Oh, they didn't want to put that in there. Yeah. So I uh, called my agent, and we made a deal for over here. And yeah. uh, I, I demanded that you be part of it, right? Yes. And I found out what you wanted to get paid, and I got it yes, for you, right? That's correct. And you came over here, so we created a thing. So the idea that I wasn't, uh, to put it your way, the easiest person, all you had to do was come in, kind of chuckle a little bit, eat that food, read the Inquirer. It's amazing that I read the sports section. I didn't see you reading any great, the New York Times or the Washington Post. You were reading the Star and the Inquirer and all the tabloids, which was part of the show. Yes, also... I don't have to read the Herald and the Sun Sentinel anymore, do the Thank God, or U.S. News and World Report, or all those other fascist publications. I can just sit and read this for whatever I'm interested in, okay? Because that, I don't discuss those other things on the show. Mm -hmm. and I see the news on CNN. I mean, it may come as a shock, but I am fairly aware of what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh. And I was here. So what was the problem? What was so difficult? About what? About working with me every day. Um, well... <laughs> You, um... Come on, don't hold back. Let's get with it. Let's do it. I'm in, not even in the same room. This is this is kind of neat, actually. This may... Uh, there may be something to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the answer? Oh, i got to do a break in a minute. What's the answer to the question? You want to think about it while I do the break? Good idea. Okay, take make some notes. Okay, 1050 at WIOD. And, uh, boy, we got our own live, live studio audience here, ladies and gentlemen. They, oh. What is it? They seem to enjoy this. Yeah. Anyway, with Valentine's... Okay, I just got your free car wash. <laughs> Are you in there? Me? Yeah, I just got your free car wash. You did? Okay. Whoa. All right, now let's... Uh, I'll hold it, Spencer. Wait till he, uh, we hear what he has to say, then we'll decide. All right, go ahead. Well, this kind of changes things. Yeah. Free car wash. There's food coming, too, from uh, Reno's, by the way. Just really? Then I want some. You want what? Food. Yeah, I want some, too, but uh, Eric still got his clothes on. Go ahead. We're going point by point. Now, what was the question before the break? Let's yeah, let's re Let's the recap question. here. Yes, the question please. was, uh, it was so difficult coming. First of all, I don't understand what this has to do with anything because it goes with the territory. In other words, if I'm a tough guy to work with, yes. uh, nobody forced you to come in. In other words, That's you could say, well, you're a son of a bitch. I don't like taking all this abuse and you're a bad guy. And I'm going to go uh, like back to Love 94 or something or whatever it would have been. I never said that. Well, then what was the problem? I, the problem, I don't know if that's the right word. I was willing 
to put up with it. Right. Uh, and I and I uh, to tolerate it. Yes, and I attempted to uh, stand up to you when I disagreed with you. I used to disagree with you every day, but nobody, everybody just said I was like this butt kisser, you know, and a yes man, which I don't believe I am. I tried to stand up to you when I felt uh, differently than you did about things, which I thought <laughs> used to happen every day. Yeah. Is that funny? Um, Ron Gilbert uh, laughed yeah. at almost anything, you know. You know how that goes. And, and so I, I was uh, willing to do it, but sometimes you would get things in your head, and it didn't matter what anybody said, you know. You didn't, you didn't hear the, uh, you didn't hear their side, you know, occasionally. But I was willing to to put up with that. But I, I thought there was a little bit to it. And you always, you know, you still to this day tell the job. He came in, he laughed five or six times, you know. He ate a free lunch and he went home. And that really wasn't the job. That really. Well, okay. What was the job? Re redefine the job. Was and the, then we'll see where you and I have a difference of opinion. Okay. Uh, was um, the job was to support you, which I did want to do. And to like when I was in court that one morning, when I was on vacation, and all those women would call it. Oh, it's so wonderful hearing you plan that Neil is such a bastard. That they said that it, I important. didn't. No, you sucked up to him, and you loved no, it. You loved no. every second of it. No, I didn't. You never once, not once, was there any word, not a whimper of defense, not even a cackle of defense. It was always, oh well, he's so intimidating, you know. They used to say that. Yeah, they okay. did. I mean, this is kind of like juvenile, you know. It's I know. Silly. Petty. Yeah. Let's get to the big stuff. Let's get to the meat of the matter. Right, Eric? You got it. Okay. Oh, really? Go ahead. <laughs> that, that was easy. Go ahead. Henry, Henry's coming in here. This is exciting. Well, Henry's probably got to do the... Ooh, I can't say that. Well, they all know where you are. Henry's got to do the news. Yeah, they all know where I am now. Well, Come that's on in, right. Henry. I'll be done here in a second. That's for sure. <laughs> Okay, so what is it? Now, let's hear the... I don't hear too much, okay? I, I gave you all that time during the break to come up with all your best shot. I'm not hearing too much. Shot. I'm just hearing a lot of lame about how I wasn't Mr. Perfect and I was a little antagonistic and I was a bad guy and all of that. I didn't say you were a bad well, guy. Well, what about it? What about so what? So what's the problem? What, pro what, what point are we talking well, about? Well, see, the reason... Let me try. I, don't, I want to put this delicately, but the reason that you're not here anymore is because I had a bigger problem than what you're describing, okay? And what would that be? Well, we've already talked about it. It's in the article, okay? Yeah. It just got to the point, and you've even said in here, um, you've never, where's that line again? You've never met anybody like that, because you think I have an obsessive interest in sports, yeah. and a lot of things like people would call from upstate New York, and that would be get you all bent out of shape. Uh, if it wasn't related to you, no. you don't want to hear about it. I disagree. Oh. I deny that. Okay. But with sports, I, I do admit that. Uh, I don't. So, in other words, when people from Rochester would call in, you didn't want equal time for somebody from Lakeland, right? No. No, of course not. No, you used to, you're the one who used to bring up Lakeland constantly. I didn't. Yeah. <sighs> I don't think we. I think we have a little more to talk about after the news. Oh. Okay. Well, listen. Uh, we have the news coming up now. Is Henry in there? Yes. Is he okay? You all right? Henry? Is he standing up? Yeah. Prop him up in there. Oh, you can do something. That could be yeah. part of your new job description. Prop him up in there. Give him a helping hand. And uh, then we'll come back and we'll finish up, find out exactly what the problem was. And then, of course, we'll take some calls. You want to take some calls, don't you? You want to take some calls? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, can you take some calls, Gilbert? Yes. Okay, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Okay, Gilbert's got the 11 o'clock news. I mean, uh, Henry. And then we'll come back at 11.05. What's Alex doing today? Alex is horny is what it says on the sheet. Comedian Jackie Bennett, TV weekend anchor Diana Morgan. Maybe there's a chance for him, and we'll be right back. 
Capitals of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Okay, Gilbert, try to control yourself. I know it was a hell of a party last night, and you're on an emotional high, and you're off. What did you say now about uh, all the excitement that happened in one hour? You got to uh, be on Channel 6. Yes, and to meet the bird. Interview the bird. Uh, I'm shocked. I all in the first hour. We put it. It's like killing two birds in one stone, you know, so to speak. Okay, yes. Gilbert said that. I didn't say that. All right, we're going to get some calls here, but now during the news, you've had a long... We're really uh, giving you a lot of time to put it together. Yes. And now, what is it? What is, there's something here that you're not saying. Don't hold back, okay, because we can't see you. You're protected by bulletproof glasses. I there. like this. Good. Uh, Maybe I, things would have worked out better if you'd have been in there all along. You know, it's a thought, isn't yeah. it? Um, Henry says no. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead now. Don't okay. let me uh, step on your material. I just want to say... I'm a tough guy to work with, and I'm... Uh, now, what's this line here? Um, never forgets and never forgives. Oh, that's true. You argue with that? Well, I have a body like an elephant and a brain to match. I never forget. I agree. You never forget anything. And I never forgive. That's correct. That's correct. And if you believe that... Okay, so that's about it, huh? I just want to say that I uh, did the job to the best of my ability. Right. I dealt with no it. No question about it. And for a time there, it was just tremendous. And I, awesome, too. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. For a while. And, and I really... Gilbert says it was awesome. I really... That was me. That was my personality. I'm a person. I have a personality. I really don't... <laughs> I really don't apologize for anything I did. Well, that's good. Okay. And I don't either. All right. So it's kind of like we're at a stalemate. Are we? Well, now let's let the callers kind of... Uh, and then we have our own uh, studio audience here that's going to vote on it after we eat. Vote? Ah, oh, jeez. Well, it's like uh, Judge Wapner. Oh, the studio audience. Yeah, okay. the studio audience. I don't mean right. in the... Uh, no, because that, that's all set up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, dork lady will be calling a hundred times. And Robin. Uh, now really? Gonna, are you going to be Judge Wapner today, Gilbert? Uh, yes, I am. Gilbert's going to be... He's got the final say. He's putting his robes on right now. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Reno's is downstairs. The food is here. So everybody's going to be in a great mind. Look at Joey, boy. He just came back to life. Now, and who's going to bring me food? <laughs> well, that depends upon your behavior in the next few minutes. Now, do you want to take anything back? No. Okay. Well, that's good. You sure, though? The food will be... Okay, now there's... Boy, Gary is in there with his suspenders. He uh -oh. looks somewhat... Yeah. I'm not, I don't know what the word is. They may physically remove Well, he's me. a little agitated yes. because he gave uh, orders and we have disobeyed again. Yes. But I, I don't know why he's so hostile with you. you said, I don't either. All right, now let me ask Boy Gary a question. If this, is this a correct quote? December 5th, Gary Bruce called me into his office and said that there was nothing wrong with my work, that they all liked my work. He said, Neil Rogers wants you off the show. Is that correct? He said, you're full of crap. What? Would I make this up? He said, now, would you like to have him come in there? We can have... Listen, I think by the end, by 2 o'clock, we could have like a 20-way debate. This could be better than the United Nations, only it'll all be in English. Mm. Right, Gilbert? Yeah. Except your part. <laughs> and uh, it'll be incredible. We could have... Uh, Mitch just came in to debate a little bit also. He wants to uh, come in and make sure you don't mess up any of the equipment in there. He, he remembers he... many of the days when you spilled food all over this table. Ah, jeez. Right? You never he did, just, did he... you? What? You never spilled. Once in a great while, mm -hmm. but not like you. You were oh, like... Come uh, on. Not as bad as Melvin, though. Melvin spilled uh, stuffed cabbage. Oh, well, we shouldn't say it because Mitch doesn't know about it. Uh -uh. Okay, let's take some calls now. The bird is on uh, in the thing there. The bird booth. The bird booth. Okay, mm -hmm. Kendall. Hey. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time. I just want to say put bird on in place of Larry King and the world will be a better place. How's that? Excellent call, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Sure was. What's the question? 
Okay. Hey, I listen. But now, another thing I'd like to mention, too. Uh, you said that after your departure, you called. It says um, yeah. the conversation was cordial and friendly. Relatively. Which, yeah. And didn't I say to you, because basically what I said to them, I said to Disney, and you could bring him in here to verify it when we cross-examine him a little later on when he takes the witness stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said to him, because I knew at that time that Stan was not going to do two to six permanently. There was, no, there was like 99% chance. I didn't tell him that until much later on because I was asked not to, okay? It just would have been wrong. But I did tell you that, didn't I? Tell me what? That Stan was going to be history. Yes. And I said, I went to Disney, and when we talked about all of this, because um, I talked to him on the phone one night, and I came in the next morning, and we discussed all of this, and I said, you know, maybe... Two to six, because I do four hours of one thing, and there are a lot of people who listen to me who relate. These are relate. Two, two different phone calls. You're talking about the phone call when you called me the night before, which would have been a Monday night before the firing. Right. You called me on Monday right. night. You're talking about this is uh, exactly. referring to another phone call. Exactly. Okay, you called me. And I put in a pitch for you and to possibly do, again, possibly do two to six. Yeah. If Stan wasn't going to be the one. Because they hadn't hired Alex. The whole thing was in limbo. Yeah. They were definitely going to make a change. There was little doubt in my mind. And is that true? Is what true? What I just said. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if this was personally vindictive, if it was what do done you mean? because I'm a. If the, in other words, if moving you out of this show was because I'm a son of a bitch and a nasty guy. I never said that. Then why? Well, you said I was uh, screwy, I think is the no. word. I think you got that from Disney. No. I quit using his material, by the way. But I think basically, if I was, was vindictive, I'd have just said, get him out of the building. I get never, him off the property. I never said. I would have said, get him off the property. <laughs> I never said They're you're... the ones who want you off the property. I'm the one that said, get him in here. Where's the word vindictive? I don't have any personal vindictiveness. I don't see that I word. Would, I think you should have a wonderful job somewhere. I'm surprised you don't. Me too. Well, can I change that? Most people I know in this business wind up out of work sooner or later, and when you think they should have a job, uh, they struggle. That's the nature of the business. Am I responsible for that? No. Oh. Okay, now, it's... What? Not it, directly. No. It says here... Indirectly. You talked to General Manager Mike Disney on Monday. Yeah. And you said he's got to go. Yeah. Okay. Off my show. Yeah. Not off the station. That's correct. And when I talked to him on Tuesday, he said, well, you know, I really like he's been loyal and great, and he shows up and this and that, and we'd like to find a spot for him. I said, great, fine. I was completely supportive. Right. And then, of course, they came to their sense. I mean, they decided that uh, that wasn't going to happen. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I can't. Do I control them? Boy, no kidding. Did I no. control uh, a Dick Farrell coming to WIOD? Was that a Neil Rogers happening? That they had to learn their own lesson the hard way because they never learn here because of that WIOD revolving door out front that they grease up every morning? <laughs> Was that my doing? No. That's part of the syndrome here. It's 12 minutes past 11 at WIOD. Let's talk about Nutrisense. Can we do the song? Okay, it's uh, 1116. The food uh, critic has just gone downstairs. How are we doing? Doing great. Mr. Food Jr. has just gone downstairs to check on the progress of the food. Everything is under control down there. Reno's is here. We got a lot? They bring a lot? Yes. They have enough. Don't worry. Oh, God. I just found... Look at this. I just found two carts together Uh that are going to have such tremendous significance. The, the bird's a liar. The, the bird's a liar. The, the bird's a liar. Fat Rich said that the, the bird's a liar. That's all right. That's okay. We're all in good moods today. You can say that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now those, those were in tandem, right? Yeah. 
Okay, now I want to talk about another point in the article. Boy, Gary's a little mellowed out now. He was Thank actual God. chuckle. He chuckled a little bit. You're then he ran kidding. out and he ran up to Disney and he's uh, screaming and yelling. They'll be okay. Now he's all right. Yeah. He just doesn't like you, that's all. I'm... And he said you lied in this article through your teeth. I did not that, lie. listen, is something for, said for consistency. Uh, Captain that's... Jimmy on the bat line. How you doing, Captain Jimmy? Hey, Neil, how you doing? Great. I'll tell you, I'm impressed. That was fast. Well, I saw your name on there. We put celebrities on first. <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, let me, can I make one comment? And, Absolutely. Uh, listen, this, Jimmy, right? listen, this is America. You say whatever you want. If I don't like it, I'll cut it out. It's to my knowledge, I think the whole thing that really destroyed Glenn was when he got fired, it wasn't done in front of you. You were the one that fired him, correct? Well, well, no, let me just say this to you. I had nothing to do with that. In other words, I came in and Disney said, let's not waste any time. Because, of course, he was looking at that 50 grand that they wanted to save, which uh, was very appealing. Yeah. And uh, he said, let's do it now. And I said, well, how do you want to do it? He said, um, he said maybe I'll do it. He said, no, I'm going to have Boy Gary do it. He's the program director. That's his job. Yeah. So that's just the way they decided to do it. Don't it's not, it's not like I was... Don't you think you should have been present, Neil, when he got the uh, HIFO? No. I don't know. I just I, I don't I don't I, hire I, I people. Think that's the respect Glenn would have liked from you. No, I don't. I don't hire people and I don't fire people. That's the program director's yeah, job. Yeah, but it was basically your decision to let the bird go. Yes, absolutely. And you just said a little while ago you always uh, you know say things to people. Oh, say. I have. I told. I don't know how many times I called you, especially during the last three or four months, and I, we went on and on a great length, and you. There was just something in those calls you didn't seem to be. It didn't seem to be penetrating. It just wasn't getting through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I, I had noticed that, you know, you were getting very upset with all the Cubs talk and everything, and I thought Glenn should have been a little bit more enhanced about sports, to be honest with you. He didn't have to be enhanced about sports. I, all he had to do was just ignore it and it's just uh, eat and read his inquirer and shut it, up. But when you read him the right act a few months before <laughs> he got fired, he, I thought he was being a good boy Well, for quite some time. Listen, I'm not in the studio with you guys, but you know I'm an avid listener, and uh, I just thought uh, he was watching his P's and Q's. And I thought he had a great week when you were on vacation. No question. Everybody everybody said that, but it was too late. I'd already made up my mind. Yeah, well, it's your show, Neil. Yeah. I just felt that... Uh, and, of course, when we got that spy report that he was at your place uh, during that vacation, that, uh, uh, that was, I think that was uh, it. I think that was the uh, turning point in the whole relationship is when Fat Rich uh, gave us that report. Oh, yeah, that was a nice... Wasn't that who it was? Huh? Well, I don't remember. You know, it was somebody who looked like him. said over a bagel meal, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, it's not the end of the world. Now, don't you think he had a pretty good run here for almost three years? Yeah, but uh, I don't know. For some reason, he thought he was a lock. Forever. Well, there's no such thing. Now, see, anybody who's been through what he's been through in the business, and especially somebody who worked at Love 94 with all those people who are so fond of Moore, lining up in the other room, by the way, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah put right. a microphone in there. Now, Greg, you'll be on in a minute. Sure. Um, he should know that, that there's no... I mean, that line about, I thought this was uh, my job for life, there's no such thing. Yeah. And I just became very uncomfortable with the situation. It just wasn't uh, working out for me anymore, okay? And I don't apologize for that. That's just reality. It's just the way I feel, and it's my show. And yeah. I feel a lot better now working alone. No matter who it would have been, I'd just rather uh, do my own thing. Uh, I think that just would, I just think that had a lot to do If we were still doing a morning show, for example, if they said you're going to do mornings on Coast 97 and we're firing Herman and McBean, we might uh, put him back on again. You know, although they seem somewhat hostile toward him in the building, I don't know why, but, uh, you know... So I don't have a personal. I mean, a morning show is a different thing. Okay? I just want to know. And I, I don't think there was enough. I, I don't think there was enough conversation. And for all the people that just know the bird through the show, that's not the real bird. He's the nicest, nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. And, and he, buy, and he buys, excellent, he buys excellent. He buys excellent birthday and Christmas presents too. By the way. 
He bought me a phone for my birthday, one of those, uh, you see all the guts inside, it's got a neon thing and it lights up, all that sharper image stuff. He, he's, uh, he is a nice person. Yeah. I just, you know, because everybody's not in, up and trash him Not the on this show, though. But I just want to let people know that uh, he's quite all right. Okay. All right? Thanks, Jimmy. Take care, Neil. Okay. See, now there's a good vote for you. That was a nice call. Can you make a good sandwich? Me? No. 21 past 11. Why not? Well, I could work on it. God, free meals and a little a little work. Mm-hmm. No pressure. No stress. I don't know what you're laughing about, boy. You may you may never work in this business again. You may wind up finding a whole different... Now, wouldn't that be a great service? Service? Yes. Stop and think about it. Let all those names rattle through your head. Stan Major, Bill Calder, Craig Worthing, Gary Bruce. He's standing out at the... Oh, he's very close to the room in there, too, by the way. Oh, they moved me. Open the door. Where are you now? I, I'm not saying. Oh. They moved me. <laughs> During that phone call, I've been moved to another this location. Is like, this is Undisclosed. like uh, the terrorists in the Middle East with the uh, hostages. I can't believe it. They keep moving him around different parts of the building yes. so management doesn't find him. Well, they have Dumberto looking around for you right now to see if he well, can't... Uh, good luck to him. Yeah, well, yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> 22 after 11 at WID. Let's do a little break here. Uh, Gilbert's going to help me with this spot. Monty's Bayshore, a historic part of the Grove, invites you to the new Monty's Bayshore Marketplace for the big grand opening this Saturday, February 10th. Now, you were there with us at Specs. Yes, I was. And Monty's uh, brought down that tremendous food. Did you have a little... I remember you standing there with that piece of fish in your hand. Yeah, that... I never uh, finished it, as a matter of fact. Well, the as a matter of fact, we have a little surprise for you, Gilbert. Bring it in now. We have it on a little plate. It's the same piece of fish <laughs> that you had at Specs that day. And then by now, it should be just right. It should mm, be delicious. Right on. And there'll be uh, Junkanoo Costume Band Saturday, jugglers and everything necessary to make up the world's biggest block party in the Grove. Free prizes, a huge fireworks display... So don't miss all the excitement this Saturday, February 10th, at the brand-new Monty's Bayshore Marketplace. The food is out of this world. Not only a great raw bar and every kind of seafood under the sun, but lots more, too. What was that macaroni and cheese? Did you have any of that? Uh, no, I didn't. Killer. Sensational. I only wish you could have had some of that. The French onion soup knocked my socks off. In fact, if you notice, no socks. Can you see that, Gilbert? No yes. socks. Knocked my socks off. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to come in in shorts like you did. <laughs> and uh, that might turn my whole career around. Lemon chicken, blackened prime rib, just fabulous gourmet dishes on the menu that you're going to fall in love with for lunch and dinner. Ma- uh, Monty's Bayshore Marketplace in the Grove on Bayshore Drive. And don't forget the big grand opening this Saturday, February 10th. Would you like to read headlines like Dan Rather? Grasp world events like Walter Cronkite? Explain the news to the public like Peter Jennings? No? Then there's a trading center just for you. The Bird School of Newscasters. <laughs> the Bird School of Newscasters will teach you to relate the news on radio or TV in an unforgettable way. People will be talking about your newscast all day after you grasp just a few pronunciation techniques. You'll be saying things like, Harold says pull-out plans were ordered after new evacuations of the peace agreement suggested... It may rather new evaluations of the peace agreement. Oh, is it evacuation or evaluation? I'm sorry, it's eva- evacuations of the peace agreement. <laughs> and and it will teach you highlights from a thousand secret tape recordings. Mm-hmm. You'll learn to pronounce different government programs, such as not to chop social security benefits and keep the public aware of top world events. And the CIA would have to assess the Contras or assist the Contras. <laughs> and the Bird School of Newscasters will assess you in pronouncing foreign terms. Nuvo? Nuvo. Nuvo. Nuevo. Nuevo. 
Learn the pronunciations of geographical areas like 1920s movie star and Kansas graduate Charles Buddy Rogers. Kansas? <laughs> and other geographical areas such as Iran, Kuwaiti, Soviet Yum Yum, North Vietnam, Vienna, Australia, and cities such as Washington, D.G., San Francisco, and Penis, Arizona. <laughs> Call the Bird School of Newscasters now or write to Bird School of News Cancer, Post Orifice Box 10335, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, zip code 33000. You'll receive information on the School of Newscasters as well as the School of Speechwriters, School of Poets, and the Bird School of Court Reporters. The Bird School of Newscasters, where we guarantee the lowest prices. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 28 past 11 at WID. It's kind of like a trip down memory lane today, isn't it? Isn't it? And the food will be here any second. Mm -hmm. Let's take a call from the Grove. Hello? Whatever they're paying you, it's not enough. Who? W-I-O-D. Whatever, who's paying who? Whatever they're paying you. It's oh, that's enough. for sure. We better talk about that, too. Yesterday, you mentioned that if when you were working with the bird... You couldn't have somebody like uh, Eric. Eric in the studio. Oh, he'd be very upset. By the way, Eric, let's see those uh, pants again. Eric has got holes in his knees. Is that a new style now, to have holes in different parts of your pants? Well, he's... that's a good start, Eric. <laughs> he's got these big holes where his knees stick out. Now well, these kids. I know. Well, that's a good point. Like, uh, a lot of people who used to come in here, uh, he would get very upset, surly. No. Uh, all summer long when the interns were here, which I guess he's forgotten about, just a display of surliness and hostility. But Seldom seen in the history of this business. But maybe there's a reason he gets upset when someone like Eric comes in the studio. Maybe there's something he wants to tell us today. <laughs> <laughs> and what could that be? Well, maybe he's having a change of heart. Oh, jeez. Have a nice day, sir. Okay. Stretching. Okay. <laughs> See, there I go. Well, listen, we don't want to talk about that. Uh, 29 past 11 at WIV. We have, uh, the lines are sizzling. We don't even have to give the numbers out today. It's kind of like when I'd be on vacation. <laughs> North Miami, hello. Yes, uh, I think we need to ask a few questions that are really pertinent. Excellent. Uh, Bird, I have, I have a question for you. Did at any time... Well, wait a minute. What's all this feedback, Melvin? <laughs> Melvin, is that in here, all that feedback? I got the overhead turned down. Go ahead, sir. Okay, uh, Glenn, at any time, did Neil sit you down... And in a serious tone, without being, you know, joking or anything, did he say to you, if you don't shape up, I am going to fire you? Not those words. Not exactly, but mm -hmm. pretty close. Pretty but close. Neil, that's unfair. I mean, you give a person at least a last warning, especially sir, if you fire them sir, right before Christmas. Sir, you want to calm down a second? Not, he, what did he just say to you? Not those words. Okay? What words? Not exactly. Words that were so clear that you'd have to be an imbecile not to understand them, okay? Like I've reached the end of the rope, and I don't want to put up with this pouting and whining and sighing and putting the microphone down, and I'm going to do what I want to talk about, okay? We said several times at length, at length. I remember one. Oh, please. One conversation we had back in the summer, oh. and it is a oh, fact. Okay. You told me you did not want me throwing my little temper tantrums anymore, and I never did after that. False. Neil, did it, at any time did it occur to you that maybe that was adding something, the little temper tantrum, the little friction, adding something to the show? People said, told me all the time they liked that. I yeah. liked it. Well, you know what? I didn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. But gosh. that's a fact. I was told that. People enjoyed yeah. that. But okay. yes, it is. It is. I thought, you know, for, for a while, I thought it was like a shit. I can, I I can just was... imagine turning on Tonight Show tonight, watching Johnny Carson come out and do his monologue and seeing Ed McMahon in the back. 
Oh, gee, are you making George Bush jokes again? Oh, come on. Jeez, Johnny, cut it out. You know how long he would be there, sir? Well, I... His fat ass would be off that show so fast, man. He'd be on that Anheuser-Busch wagon... Out of that set, so fast, you, you wouldn't even be able to see it. Neil, I think it, it, he really did add by that, that description. For the longest time, I thought it was all made up. You know, it was, it was not made up. Made it was up. for real. That was, the, that was the frightening part, is that it was for real. And it was not only because of sports. It's like if people came in here to eat the food, he would throw a tantrum. No. If I had a young guy in here like Eric, who no. happened to uh, be physically appealing and somebody I could look at and uh, get a little... Uh, mental enjoyment out of he'd get hysterical no. and paranoid and the Neil, throat, I think, I think even to the too. point where poor little uh, what's his name from the newsroom Andy Andy came in here that one more I never forget that at nine thirty and he said to me what do you think of that Mets game last night and this bird picked that pay- and with a with a look like mm-hmm. like Jack the Ripper and heaved it. am I making this up no the Rick incident was here to see it the incident happened Hostility, but not hostile like you're telling me. oh. That God. was a, not a hostile a look like no. Yeah. There was no okay. look. I'm making it up. Rick, no, Rick was here. The incident were you a happened. Were you a witness? You were hostile. Yes. No. Hysterical. Even Andy, you never Thanks, recovered Rich. from it. And something else. Listen, now wait a minute, wait a minute. Rich is here to tell the truth, okay, well, which is unusual in his case. Mm-hmm. But uh, You know, that's something else. This rich person, I'm really getting a little bit fed up with this guy. I mean, he's a really typical yenta. <laughs> yes, that's true. I mean, you know, well, he, he doesn't goes deny to one that. side. I mean, who the hell is What? What just happened to the call? What is his credential? What are your credentials? Yeah, Rich. Good question. Okay, yeah, we'll work I, on I that. Really, I, you know. We'll work on that tomorrow, sir. Are you, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. You're all upset? You worked you know, up I to a friend? Well, a bird is not on the show. This isn't a debate on whether he's coming back. He's not coming back. Well, he should be. Well, he's not. I mean, even Lewis and Martin got back together. He's, he's not coming on this show, okay? There, let me tell you, on a scale of zero, there is no chance that he's coming back on this show. Oh, Less than none. God, Neil. This is, I mean, I mean, I've, I've been a fan, of, a, a fan of yours since the KAT days. Great. Well, wait a minute. Was the bird on KAT? No, no, no. But then it was, was he on show. WNWS? It was a different Was show. he on WINZ at night? It was a different show. Is he show. on the show Line now? Is the show, show is the show lacking something today, sir? Uh, well, he's lacking the bird. No, I don't mean today. I mean these days. Is the show lacking something? It's the controversy, the little friction that used to make it so so, so appetizing. You know? I got a little friction for you, sir. It's 11.33 at WID. He made his point, didn't he? Did he make his point or did I cut him off too soon? Well, amazingly, you let him make his point. <laughs> Put that food over in the corner. Ah! Getting hungry, Glenn? It's 11.34 at WIOD. Let's, uh, let's put these calls on hold now, Melvin. I know you're under a lot of pressure. They're sizzling today. Let's, uh, he can't keep up with this. He don't even answer when there's almost nobody calling. Anyway, I want Gilbert to get in this spot. You know that yesterday, did you hear me talking about Telerose sending the beautiful rose? Start reading it. Act oh. like you're doing it ad lib. When you're on Saturdays, you're going to have to do live spots. Okay, I'll, I'll cite them. It says yes. <laughs> okay, it's 11.38. I'm telling you, this man is good. If he isn't with the ad team by the end of this week, I'll be very surprised, okay? Maybe you ought to be Gilbert's agent. Me? Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'll I guess pass. that's not going to work. No. Okay, okay, <laughs> just an idea. Uh, the food is being prepared downstairs. I mentioned that in passing. Now, you had a question, sir. Yeah, I did. Glenn, Get close to the... Will you pull that mic? Stop being a chicken, will you? Glenn, um, this summer, when uh, the Chicago trip was announced... Yeah. You immediately, and it surprised me because you didn't give it, to me it didn't seem like you gave it much thought, you immediately said, I'm not going. And I think that was a very, from a tactical point of view, a bad mistake on your part. I mean, you were part of the show, and I think it would have been great for you to be out there in Chicago with Neil. 
And I wanted to know why, you know, right off the bat, without even thinking about it, you just said no. Because I knew it would be all about the Cubs. And that had uh, that uh, didn't interest me. Well, let me ask you a question. Is there anything else going on in Chicago? Because when we did that show, amazingly enough, and we took phone calls, all these people from down here who were from Chicago were calling, and they were not talking, most of them at all, about the Cubs. They were talking about different restaurants we should eat in and different places we should go. It had very little to do with the Cubs mm-hmm. until the actual game started and people started coming to the ballpark. Well, because of what had uh, happened before and because of Neil's... Uh, obsession. Obsession, yeah. exactly. Now, it's interesting. When I was on uh, INZ in the afternoon, and I used to talk about horse racing, and you and Stan used to team up and just brutalize, oh, too much horse racing. I had a nine share, but these were the experts. Uh, too much about horse racing. It's boring. Nobody wants to hear about it. And then all of a sudden, when we started picking those cute little, I'll never forget, the first horse was Sensible Bird. Mm-hmm. And I picked it. It was running, and I picked Great Hawaii with Jose Velez. What a memory I've got for unimportant things. And they perfected And they came in mm-hmm. at Calder. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we started picking uh, names out of the newspaper. And you, of course, uh, picked a lot of favorites that were listed right on top, and a few of them started coming in. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, what was previously boring, because you weren't interested in it, became a fascination, even to the point where you went to the track a couple of times. Yes, and so I, I, I wondered this whole time if you thought you were going to do the same thing with baseball to me. No, I wasn't. Was you're, you're, missing, your you're missing the point. You're missing the point. When it became an ego thing, okay? It was never when became, it became an, it was an ego thing. They were picking fun. little names out of the newspaper and even never. watching the races on tape that night on Sunshine to see if your horse came in. For fun. Pri- for fun. But yeah, pri- never an ego prior thing. to that, when I talked about horse racing, it was boring, and I should cut it out, and you and Stan, I remember many times the two of you would come in together and just go nuts about how I was obsessed with uh, horse racing. See, what I'm interested in, you think, is an obsession, and I am obsessed with certain things, only like, for example, only? Eric and Joey are sitting here, and I would much rather be going out with them and having a good time somewhere, All like in I my house. All I you were but... obsessed with was sports. <laughs> <laughs> what? You were only obsessed with sports. That's the only thing I ever said. No, what, what else did I just say? What? Well, that's, I guess, a sport. Uh, what section is the in- horse result Indoor in? sports. Indoor sports. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's 1141. Let's take a call from uh, Boca. There won't be anybody there, will there? Yeah. Well, absolutely. see, that tells you what kind of day this is. Yeah, man, let me tell you something, Glenn. The fact that a pathetic, no-talent jerk like you actually had the uh, opportunity to work with Neil is beyond me. And the fact that you're crying about the fact that you got fired... I'm not it's crying about yeah, you, well, what are you doing there? You're whining and complaining on this and that and everything this is else. Your you made definition 50, of whining for three and years, and now you're complaining about it. I'm not complaining. I'm setting or the whining. record straight, sir. Setting the record straight about what? You got fired. You got canned. What are you crying about? I'm not crying. Well, what are you doing there? I'm giving my side of the story. Is This is America, isn't it, sir? What story? Food just came in, sir. Did it? Reno's is here with the food. Is it? Is we got some of these. Munch there is meals? a we got story some of here, big weenies sir. here, sir. Oh, these are good. The Chicago style with Why the uh, pickle I and the tomato the and the onion. Thank you, sir. Who cares? Great. I love these. Obviously not you. Why are you listening? Right. Why don't Why you go I, do something this else? This is my favorite show. Am I not allowed to listen? Because Wait a minute. On the air? Wait a minute. Are you asking my audience why they're listening now? No, God, he don't said do he didn't care about this. And I said, well, then why are you listening? Because he loves this show. He loves me. He wants my body, don't you, sir? Absolutely. Well, well. You know, it's people show from Boca. Here. What? You know, it's people from Boca. I sure do. Have a wonderful day, sir. You do the thing. Okay. Food is here. Now, where, do we know where he's hiding? Because we got to feed him. I'm playing very the bird. away. Uh, where are you? <laughs> well, does anybody saying. know? All right, does somebody in here know where he is? Roger knows. Oh, uh, Melvin knows. Melvin okay, knows. we got a weenie for him? 
<laughs> okay, I'll bet. Okay, he said he got a weenie for you, but I don't know what that means. Who's bringing it? Okay. Let's answer this vocal line. W-I-O-D. Yeah, hi. Hold on. Okay, let me, uh, these are Vienna all beef, and these are the Chicago-style hot dogs from Reno's. Mmm. Oh, God, that was good. This is the uh, Neil's Big Weenie. It is. I don't know what you're laughing about. We can all dream, can't we? <laughs> Eric's really laughing because he knows better. Mmm. <laughs> How do you like this? This is just like the Alex Bennett show. We have a live studio audience. You're all getting fed. Great. Maybe you could be like a regular every day in that live studio audience. You get fed. Me? Mm-hmm. See a lot of bare breasts? Well. Maybe some uh, large-breasted oriental women? <laughs> I'll ask Alex about it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll be real receptive. Oh, yeah. You know Alex. Deerfield. Yes? Yes, sir. Uh, I wish the tables would turn. I wish it was a bird show and, and uh, he treated the bird. Uh, you no, know, if the bird would treat him like he treated the bird. Because right before Christmas, that was low down to fire somebody just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got to say. I just wish to God the bird had a show instead of awful Rogers. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, you left sir. them on. That's amazing. What's that? You left them on. Why not? Um, I do. They wanna... all get to say their piece. What is this crap now? I left them on. What does that mean? Well, they all get to say their piece today. Good today. Okay. Didn't now? Let me ask you a question. Maybe your memory is slipping. Evidently, it is in your advanced age. But didn't uh, somebody? Didn't a couple of people in the building order you out of the property? Management. Right. People that run the place. Yeah. And didn't I put my ass on the line and say, no, let him in here, and I came in the news booth, and you're on, and you're saying your thing? Okay. So let's not go through this routine again about how people who agree with you are not going to get a chance to, they're all getting the chance to say whatever the hell they want. Okay. Now, I wanna... young, now that one guy that called before that repeated it 30 times, I did cut okay. him off, but I mean, how many times does he need to say it? All right. I, wa- I want to um, uh, respond to another point in the article. Please. please. The last paragraph. Roger says we had no relationship. There was no personal friendship or common interest, you know. Uh, I didn't say there wasn't any personal friendship. That's a misquote. I just said we weren't close friends, which is true. We didn't uh, hang out. We didn't go. That's right. We did not go to dinner. No. And I would like to say why, you know, the reason. Um, First of all, if I live in South Miami and Neil lives in Plantation, Mm -hmm. we're not sort of like. So does Johnny Dark, by the way. uh, In the same part of town. And the reason I thought, you know, I was with Neil four hours a day. Five days a week. And when I left here, I wanted to see other people and do other things. It was right. not a personal exactly. thing. And I didn't want to, you know, crowd Neil or push him. Now, if I had something to say, I certainly pick up the phone and called him without hesitation and vice versa. But now, if Neil lived in Kendall, it might have seriously been a different situation. But I wasn't going to drive up to, you know, South Broward at that time of the day. And also, I had been with him for four hours that day. And exactly. I just You'd rather to be with time. Johnny Dark. No. no, I wasn't complaining. I was just stating a fact. I wasn't... Uh, but with, there's a reason that's not in the article. I want Well, I don't think that, that has much to do with anything, though, does it? Well, it's just that it's in here that says we had no personal friendship, and I just wanted to address that, you know? And I think we did have some interests, like radio, for example, and other things. Oh. I do. But that was the reason. It, I would have been things? that way with anybody, you know? Yeah. Okay. Hollywood. Yes. What? Yeah, we want some equal time to defend the bird. Yeah. You know who this is? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mr. Eyes. Get lost. Mr. Eyes. He's not going to go on for any purpose. Uh, Hallandale. Hello? 
Okay, Hallandale uh, died while they were on hold. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> First, I gotta I gotta commend Glenn for having the spheres to come in there. The what? The spheres to come in there was big of you to come on the show, so to speak. Well, Thanks. wait a minute. How about big of me to put them on and overrule uh, management, and, you scumbag? And you were big. You were big. But I'd like to bring up something. Well, I know that. <laughs> In all the wrong places, I know that. Have you seen the article, Paul? Scumbag. I heard it. Neil said, I'd like to bring up Toyota of Hollywood, if I may. You were there. I was there. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Glenn. We drove, you talk about drive all the way down to Kendall to see Neil. We drove from Boca down to Hollywood to see you. Right. And, and uh, Neil. And we walk up to you, and you turn and say, is she the dork lady? Is she the dork lady? And I go, no, this is my wife. And your reaction was, oh. And you turned your back on us and wouldn't speak to us. Oh, my God. True. I wouldn't speak it to you. It is true. I, you don't you have any there, idea how many people have you, called who remember. You, well, wait you, a minute. Let's back up a little bit. Do you want to know the whole story of that remote? And, you, and he can refute me if I'm wrong. I felt bad because Glenn was a part of the show, and I felt that the sales department was shortchanging him because a lot of these remotes where there were some serious bucks to be made by just sitting around and signing autographs on Saturday for a couple hours, Glenn was being left out. And I said, from now on, you have to put, include him and put some money in there. This particular one had already been set up. And I went to Lynn Freitas. I don't know if she's in the building, our sales uh, account executive who handles Toyota Hollywood. I said, I will give him. The talent for that thing was 500 bucks. So say, okay. And I said, give him a couple of hundred. Give me 300, okay? So I get, not that I need the money, because I don't. I make a lot of money. But the point is, I wanted him included because I felt he was part of the show. So I gave up 40% of the talent for that appearance. He showed up, and he did that. He did it whether he realized it or not. He sat there and turned the two chair sideways. The with. first one was either the dork lady or Robin for, no. two, uh, Robin for two hours. Right. And then the dork lady showed up for two more right. hours. And there were a lot of people, and I could tell by their attitudes, that they were, they were getting like, uh, and they mm -hmm. reach over and sign. But they really weren't getting any kind of attention. It was like a little sideshow with these two morons who were, you know, showing up there to monopolize the time. We don't go yeah. out for that purpose. The that, way that, I... would be, that would be like my going out to Toyota Hollywood, have 2,000, and we had a tremendous turnout that day, have 2,000 people show up and have Alan Dresner sitting there with me, or Joey here, or what are they, not, not Joey Reynolds. I have to keep saying that because I don't want people to think my <laughs> eyes are going bad. Right, and having some young, uh, good-looking guy sitting there and talking to him for, for four hours and ignoring all the other people. Oh, yeah, here you go. Sign the thing and act like you're bothering me. Get away. I'm having a conversation. My yeah. feeling that day was I sat and I signed autographs and I shake, shook people's hands and I talked to people. And those two girls simply just sat there beside me. And they I, just, uh, I don't know. I didn't turn away from We anybody. have several witnesses to that scene and they're all... Paul, if, at this I point. don't believe the fact that I wouldn't talk to you. However, I was surrounded by a lot of people. You, no, all, all I wanted to do was introduce you to my wife. And she I wanted, remember meeting her. You, you, uh, anyway, I do miss you, but I do. That event sticks in my mind oh, like grabbing Gilbert's fish. I don't feel. I felt like grabbing I, Gilbert's fish. What kind of a show do you think this is? Over it's at, not the Alex Bennett show. No, we don't I, say those things. Grabbing Gilbert's when, fish. <laughs> I did grab Gilbert's fish. Well, don't about talk it. about it. God, you want to change your image? I, yeah, it really puts a different... Where is that fish, anyway? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it lands on your safely oh. put away. <laughs> but, Glenn, that does stick out as a sore point. Oh, I still, geez. I do miss you, but uh, that really ticked me off and a couple other people. And I wasn't the only... See, let me, let me say something to you. These people that sided with you. We've had, we've had a few calls that side with the bird. And I sat here and I listened to them. I may not have agreed. 
But the fact that Paul Harvey Jr. is calling in, and, and you're saying, oh, geez, oh, geez, you don't listen to reality. Somebody tells you something, and what their perception is, and you can't deal with that, okay? And yeah. that's, that's one of your, we all have our weaknesses, including me, but that's one of yours, is you don't listen to what people perceive. You know, there could have been reasons he might not have been feeling good or... No, or it, was, it was strictly... Um, Plinky time. I don't know. It was just plinky time. Sat there beside me, and I, I did the usual thing. That's the way I felt that day. I didn't feel like uh, I ignored anybody. You know, and, and, and I did bring it up. I called when you had your own show when Neil was out of town, and I brought it up, and you denied it then, too. So, I mean, maybe you feel a different way about I it. I do feel a different way, and, and this is perception, and I, I'm sorry about that, because well, that wasn't in my mind, Paul. I'm not, I'm not looking for an apology. I'm just stating a fact. Well, if that's the case, I do apologize. And <clears throat> we do. A lot of us do miss you, but i got to admit, the show is, I mean, Neil's been in a, a positive mood. What, mean, did, what did you start to say? The show's been what? <laughs> Come on. You can say it. I'm ready for it. <laughs> the show's been better. Oh. <laughs> is he not? He's ignoring it. Who's in there uh, bugging him now? Uh, I wanted him to hear that. I want you to know it hurt to say that. Well, how come we can't hear you now? What's going on, Melvin? No, just barely. Oh God! There you go. Okay. I do want to hear you back on the air, Glenn. Huh? I do. I do want to hear you back on the air with your own show. All people to just blast. I'm not blasting you. He wasn't blasting. He just said the truth, and right away you got sensitive and emotional again. (sighs) Gilbert, am I being fair? Yes, you are. Okay. Good day. That's final word. Good Good day. day. It's break time. Break time. 11:52 at WID. You want to do a spot, Gilbert? Uh. It's not that difficult. It's shells. They write great copy. And you know, you've been at shells? The great seafood? Yeah. Okay. Now, come on. If you don't want to do it, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on you. Seriously. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. You when know, you're looking for night. the best seafood and shellfish in South Florida, there's one restaurant that should come to mind, shells. Shells has become South Florida's number one seafood restaurant over the past two years and has quickly become the place for seafood and shellfish in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Exactly. If you haven't been to Shells yet, let me tell you why they become the most popular seafood restaurant around. Shells serves large portions of fantastic food at prices that are less than you would be able to purchase the food for the cook it yourself. Shells Alaskan Snow King and Dangerous Crab Orders. Wait a minute. Dangerous Crab? Okay, well, I think I'll pick it up from there, Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Oh. When we got to those Dangerous Crabs. Yeah. <laughs> orders weigh in at a pound and a half each. And shelf weigh a half bag. pound of seafood in all of their seafood pastas. Shelf also has takeout service available with the same portions being served for takeout at no extra charge. Shells are an incredible seafood experience at prices you can't afford to miss. Shells with five South Florida locations, including Shells in Kendall at 117th and Sunset in the TJ Maxx Shopping Center. Shells joined us after 5 o'clock for South Florida's 90 Shells. A flat Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were doing you were doing so good till that last slide. So join us after five o'clock for South Florida's nightly celebration. I just want to go back to those dangerous crabs. Yeah, I'm uh, just after that 
Paul Harvey called. Well, you got to uh, roll with the punch. They can't all be supportive, okay? We're not screening. Pretty I mean, God, well. with Marvin in there, you know we're not screening. I mean, it's just a uh, catch is surprise. Catch is catch may. Let's go to uh, Miami Beach. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. You know, Andy Warhol once said everyone's famous for 15 minutes. Yeah. I think the birds overstayed his welcome. I think that uh, this bird stuff's getting old very fast. I'd rather hear Eric's life story. Well, that sounds pretty interesting to me. Maybe we could kind of intertwine them together. Well, I think that uh, there's a lot more to be said there than there is about this bird stuff. Well, uh, we're working on it. Okay. So to speak. I hope so. Okay. Bye. See ya. Okay, there's uh, one of Alex's guys. Another horny guy. We have an opening in Dade. If you move very fast, because these phones today are like lightning. We haven't given the... I guess we won't give the number out, should we? Mm -mm. No, let's make it like when I'm on vacation. Um, anyway, I guess we're at the end of the hour. You, have you been fed? Yes. I have a chili dog. Good. This is real good. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Reno's is fabulous. When you and Johnny are up there, you should buy him a couple of hot dogs. Maybe I'll feel better now. After eating? Yeah. Uh -huh. You always did kind of mellow out a little bit after uh, the first two, three social. dogs. Yeah. Anyway, Deborah Martinez is standing by. Watch mm. out, Deborah, because uh, he's been known to fondle the newswomen. So if any anybody flits in there during the news, you'll... She's wearing leather today. Is she? Yeah. Well, that's new, the new WYOD S&M image. <laughs> Deborah's got the new WYOD news. We'll be back at 12.05 with our... Live studio audience and the bird and our cast of thousands. And uh, then Alex Bennett with Jackie Bennett, comedian, and TV Weekend uh, Channel 6 anchor Diana Morgan, giving new meaning to the word anchor. And uh, that's from 2 to 6. Sports Talk at 6.05 and the Stan Major Show from 8 to 11. Larry King tonight beginning at 11 on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Depend on it. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents Neil Rogers. To get in touch and talk, call 751 WIOD in Dade, 524 WIOD in Broward, or 655 and 278 WIOD in the Palm Beaches. Other areas may call collect. The opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. Lose your job. Just can't make ends meet. Then do what some people have done and enroll in the Glen Hill Academy. Before I went to the Glen Hill Academy, I was broke. Didn't know where my next meal was coming from. Now I do. The Glen Hill Academy has taught me how to find work. <laughs> how to make money. Yes, you too can secure your future at the Glen Hill Academy. You'll learn the fine art of pencil selling, intersection car window washing, and the ever-popular recycling. There's a fortune to be made collecting aluminum cans, even old newspapers. <laughs> I used to be both. Now I ain't. I got the job, and I be working. Join the hundreds who make their living on the street. The Glen Hill Academy, phone 976-BIRD. That's 976-BIRD to start you on your way to your next meal. Call today. Sorry, no collect call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, try to control yourself. Try to put those uh, crabs away, will you, Gilbert? 12.07 at WIOD with uh, Gilbert and our cast of thousands, our dangerous crabs. <laughs> Have we got the bird back in his cage? Yeah, they move me again. They keep moving me. <laughs> Getting closer to the door, no doubt. Uh, no, they just keep moving me to different locations. Fascinating, isn't it? Well, they're trying to give you a message. Oh. Yeah, exactly, like the hostages in Lebanon. Okay, Miami. Pluck the bird. Pluck the bird. Good one. I was plucked, he was saying, by the way. Let's go to uh, Miami Shores. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Hi, Gilbert. Hi. How you doing, buddy? How's the wieners? Oh, they're great. Did you've you never have seen one? anything like them. 
Oh, good. Hey, Derek and little Joey just came in. It looked like they just had one, too. Listen, Neil, I called on the Boca line and waited because it's worth the wait. Uh, it never ceases to amaze me that a guy like Bird can just not get reality through his head. I mean, I, I want to keep this light and all, but uh, Bird, you know, you're an asshole. You had a great job and you blew Everybody's calling and telling you that what time it is, and you just refuse to admit it. And I, I can't believe that you're actually in there listening to it. Really? Yeah. I mean, do you think this is going to get you a job somewhere in town? That's not why I'm here. Why are you here? I'm here so that it wasn't just a one-sided, so that I'm here to also, um, you know, comment and give my side. What's wrong with that? I think there's a future for you in politics, Glenn, actually. I mean, you, you, you have the ability to rationalize and pick apart, and it's just like any situation. You can take incidents and, and examples... And, and favor them in your point of view, but the reality of the situation is, I even heard you sit on the radio when Neil was out of town and say, I got the name Bird because they used to call me a vulture because I didn't have a job and I used to hang out and look over people's shoulders. And then you do get a job and Neil takes you under his wing and you were a integral part of the show. There's no question you were a tool, one of Neil's many tools that he uses to have a great show. And your ego got so big I mean, I went to a remote at Specs, and I saw the way that you treated Neil's fans and, and the way that you shine people. And just, I mean, Paul Harvey Jr., he's a wimp, too. He didn't really want to tell you what time it was, but the guy comes to the remote, tells you what you're doing, and you're like, I'm sorry. I the point is, Glenn, you don't understand what people are telling you. That's reality, and you're not living in reality, and it's not doing anybody any good to have you come in here and do this. I mean, it is a little entertaining, but the bad news is you, you don't understand what's happening. Okay. I mean, I feel better now, and I don't know if that was entertaining, but I want you to seriously know that um, you, you know your ego got way too big for the show. You were not Glenn uh, Neal's partner. You were a, a, a tool of the show. It was funny for a while, and whatever he wants to do, I mean, he's in control of his show, and, and I think he did the right thing, and I think that you should grow up and sort of realize that you should go on and do your own thing. And, I mean, even you taking this abuse, I mean, it's going to be turned into a thing of like, well, yeah, it was funny, it was humorous, but basically uh, you got to go on with your life. I feel better. How about you? Have a nice day. Oh, yeah, I feel you too. I feel great. Good. Boy. Glad everybody feels good. It's 10 uh, past 12 at WRD. These are the Italian beef, right? Italian beef with peppers. Boy, this is good. Is that your fourth? No. Are you serious? And you're third, right? Well, that Eric is going to balloon up. You've got to stay in shape, Eric. And uh, what's that? Another, that's the Neil's Big Weenie there. That's uh, Gilbert's. The first one. The first one. Yeah, I haven't uh, The second one will be even better. Anyway, it's 10 past noon. I think I already said that. Let me tell you about Toyota Hollywood right now. We'll ask you very soon. All right, let's uh, take a moment out. I just asked Eric how come he lives on the beach. He said that's where it's all happening. What? Besides death, what? Everything. Like? Um, restaurants, clubs, everything. Sex. That too. Yeah. You hear that? Okay, listen, this weekend could be pretty interesting. Uh, 1213 at WIOD. Ron from the music store is on the phone. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, Ron? I'm doing pretty good. Well, that's good. First thing. Food from Reno's is sensational, man. This Italian beef is the best I've ever had in my life. Great, great. Yeah, uh, last time I talked to you was uh, when the bird was on. I'm sure Bird remembers me. Talked to him a few times. Sure. 
And uh, I haven't called since Bird left, not because I don't like the show now, but I just haven't had a chance to call. You know, That's okay. Listen, I can take it. I can take it. <laughs> no, I, I still listen to the show. I listen to it all the time. Okay. The, uh, I just think there's a separate market for what you guys do. I think Bird ought to be on. If WNWS or some of your competition had some balls, they'd hire the Bird and put them on directly against you. Give them a shot. Great. Like a spinoff. Yeah. I, you know, I don't see why not. I mean, somebody should take him in as far as, uh, I mean, his talented. His shows he did by himself were great. You know, and, and he just, you know, you guys split up. He had a good job for a while. He made some serious cash. Hope you saved some money, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thanks. This is some nice balance. I and also, the other thing is, feel is better. you compare Bird to Gilbert, okay? Give me the Bird anytime. Gilbert's a twit, okay? I mean, I don't know where this guy came from, man, but it's like the most... Did you hear that, Gilbert? You've been attacked. You're a twit, Gilbert. Well, if you had a little branch, you would be a half-wit. Ooh, God, I, I, I can't even take him, man. It's like the guy that called and ragged on the bird that time and said that I can't take you, you know, play some music or something. That's how I feel about Gilbert. The <laughs> well, same what, thing. We'll give you a chance to make a tape one day. Yeah, I like to do that sometimes. Okay. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. See, we're getting all, uh, we're not uh, doing the thing here, uh, loading the deck, right? That's one reason I'm here. Well, I thought that was why you weren't going to come here. After I saw the article, I said, well, why not? There's, like, what's here that he's been screaming about for four days? What's here? Well, that was Fat Rich. I don't know where that came from. It came from you. It did not. He didn't print all that slanderous stuff about what a rotten bastard Who I am. Who said I said that? Rich. Uh, well, Glenn, was you a little apprehensive about uh, the, uh, the article before it came out? You were... I didn't know what it was going to be. Right. And then once it came out, you were well, let's relieved. Look... That was I? I want to tell you this. I'm not, I'm not trying to change the subject. This Italian beef sandwich. No, I'm serious. I've never. I've had Italian beef at Reno's before. That's his word, by the way. Relieved. That's this not my word. This is the best sandwich in the history of the human race. I'm this not exaggerating. Also, where it came from that it was a vicious, slanderous I mean, the article. Big Neely no, Weenies, of course, rich. are mouth-watering well, and succulent. If I well, he just that. said you said that. Aren't these great? Boy, I know what they're are, feeling. Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, you guys are doing a little thing here. Okay, well, We're I'm talking about here. why he told you it was such a horrendous article. I don't because understand why he told you Where did you he that? get it from? I don't know. I never told him one... I, I did not know what was going to be in the article, just like anybody else. I, so how would I say anything? How? Why would I say that? Well, it was just an implication. Since ah, an implication. Yes, once it came out, you were relieved that it... That's his wor word. I didn't say that. Well, that's the impression I got. Russian impression. Now, that seems to be what we're talking about a lot here today is impression and perception. People get ready. Here are the impressions on I-61. <laughs> Instead of reality and fact, this seems to be the big thing, I said, the dominant feature today. And uh, hey, the Eric, listen, eat anything you want. And the no, Paul Harvey what? Jr. call just really hurt. He's going to share it with Joey, of course. Come on, eat those cookies. They got some delicious cookies here, too. Which was a chocolate chip perception. Ever notice that the bird often sounds like Emo Phillips? I just got that note on the screen. Um, no, I didn't make that up. It's what it says here. Anyway, can we lighten the atmosphere for just a moment here? So it's getting a little tense. Take me out to the ballgame. <laughs> Take me out to the crowd. Okay, does everybody feel a little bit better now? Yes. Okay, well, Gilbert does. <laughs> Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah. How's it going? Great. Um, I've got a couple, I don't know, points I'd like to bring up. Well, you know, good. To rebalance the show. Excellent. Um, away from the bird side. 
Uh, I don't know. What gave you the right, Bird, to uh, think you have that job forever? I mean, the rest of us normal public um, have to earn and, and keep our jobs. You know, I mean, you were given the cushiest job ever and that I've ever heard of, and you couldn't even keep that. I mean, doesn't that tell you something about yourself? Why do you think it was such a cushy job working with Neil Rogers? Why do you think that was a piece of cake? Well, I mean, just... Does he sound... If you listen to... Every day, I mean, all you had to do was just sit there the way you started out. I mean, why did you think you had to change the way you did your job? Change the way I did the job? Yeah, I mean, everything was fine when you first started out. You were just a a little flunky, you know, at Neil's side. And then, I don't know, like, like Neil says... A power play? I mean, you thought no you No power you play. Want. I did not try to do that. I am a person, sir. I'm a personality. Mm-hmm. You're going to get... If I'm oh. here, you are going to get my well, personality. I'm not a yes you man. You were to be a personality. You were to be there to, to, I guess... I don't know what you were there for, but that's what makes me believe it was the cushiest job ever. Yeah, dealing with Neil Rogers. Anybody could do it, right? I sure think I could, buddy, for those bucks. Everybody thinks they could. Well, I'm sure I could. Everybody sure thinks could. they could, huh? I'm sure most of us could. Oh, yeah. You anybody, know, anybody, what? Just get somebody off the street. I'm sure nobody would have any problem I'll at all. I guarantee it, buddy. You're oh, the yeah. You seem to handle it. I mean, mm-hmm. that, it, just, it boggles my mind. Does it? And, and really, and let me just say something else. You're real, I'm, I'm, embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you right now. I mean, you sound so pathetic, sniveling and whining about something that's history. It's whining? Fun. This is this is your definition of whining. This is your definition of whining, huh? Oh man, I mean it sounds terrible. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm serious. Why don't you turn the radio off? Because I like Neil's show, and if you think, man, Neil, don't invite my audience to shut it off now. We need everyone we can get. We're trying to rebuild the audience now. But oh man, I'm just I'm at a loss. I mean, you know, you can't let this go on for the rest of the show. I mean, this is like, ah, it's not entertaining to hear this guy. You You know, so like I say, Bird, in closing, sure. Butch up and earn a life for a change like the rest of us. It's going to help sure. you in the long run. You're going to be okay? I'm going to be fine. Okay. Hey, I love your show. Thank Take you. Take care, bud. Uh, okay, 20 after 12. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. I was no, going to say the same thing. No, that was not an editorial comment. Yes, it was. It was just uh, a reaction to this delicious sandwich. Well, that's I my can't... perception. That's the way I perceived it. It's speechless around here. Hmm. Hmm? Huh? I think uh, we've just been invaded by dangerous crabs. <laughs> 20 minutes after 12 at WID. Let's do a little break. That ought to break up the tension that's building in here. You can cut it with a butter knife. Mm-hmm. And let's tell you about first... I don't think I could read it straight, Gilbert. 1223 at WIOD. And um, the article is in New Times, by the way. They probably are upset we haven't mentioned it often enough. And i got to be honest, it's not much. Mm-mm. Much ado about nothing, I would say. Yeah. That's the way I felt last night when I saw it. Much well, ado about nothing. Four days of screaming your head off. Well, wait a minute. How? If it's much ado about nothing, didn't you call them? Didn't you say that? Say what? I, I called them and asked for a voice, yes. A voice. Yes. And they planted one in your head. Yes. And uh, there must have been something more than this, because the guy said he was at your house for a two-hour interview. Mm-hmm. He had pages of notes, man. He had reams, if I can say that. It was uh, incredible. Just pages and pages and pages. But let's talk. Even Harry Reams would have been embarrassed. Let's talk about what you really notice that Gene Wilder looks like um, Ron Jeremy. Have you ever noticed that? And he sounds the same too. No, I disagree. See, <laughs> what the hell was I saying before I got sidetracked? No, I saw that movie, A Young Frankenstein, again last night, which is a panic. Yes, it is. And uh, Gene Wilder is great. Yes, but he looks like Ron Jeremy. Mm. I wonder if he's got as much hair. Nobody. I wonder if Eric's covered with hair like uh, Roger. Well, we know not. Eric doesn't have a hair on his body. Where are you from, Eric? All around. 
Well, what kind of an evasive answer is that? All around? The West Coast. Of Florida. California. California. Now, he doesn't he look like your California surfer uh, bleached, uh, you know what I mean? Not bleached. No, he's got his hair is like um, blonde, but darker, right? I lived in Georgia for a while, too. You lived in Georgia? Those were the bad days. Oh, man. No wonder he's trying to keep it a secret. Okay, uh, should we take some calls before we get sidetracked? Because Eric is going to tell us the story of his life over these next several weeks. What do you do? Where do you work? Um, okay, let's... Um, all around, I think. All around. Yeah, you got it. Oh, probably over on the beach, right near where Joey hangs out. Well, hmm. let's see. Uh, I only got a couple of bucks here. Let's go to um, Miami. Hello. Hey, uh, remember when Neil carried you from Zeta to uh, to uh, IOD? They used to call you uh, the luckiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Well, in my opinion, you're the stupidest man alive because six of us one time came up to see you and Neil at, at Specs, and Neil was sitting up front signing pictures, and you were way in the back. You didn't have nothing to do with anybody and you thought your stuff didn't stink. Now, let me tell you something. Most of us down here work out this South, South Florida heat. I think I was sitting right day. beside Neil eight at the table, day. sir. No, Can you I... weren't there. You were, it was the specs of South Miami and you were sitting way in the back and my girlfriend went up to, to, to introduce herself to you and you turned around and looked at her like she was moaned. Hmm, you know what God. I mean? And, no, I don't. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't. You don't remember any of these things. You know, Paul Harvey's called you. A few other people have called you. And that's part of your Memory problem. lapse. Memory lapse, sir. You know, and another thing that, that really is incredible to me is you you describe Neil as a, as a fat, atheist, homosexual. I got one word to describe you as an ingrate, buddy. That's all you are is an ingrate. Okay, good call. 26 after yes. 12. Well, can I say something in my defense? No. Okay. Well, I mean, if we're going to rebut every call, we got Judge Wapner Jr. sitting here at the end of the show. He'll uh, he's right taking notes. Have I been rebutting every call? No, um, but you're trying to start now. It would be bad timing. I'd like to rebut. Go the ahead. Last Go ahead. Theories of calls. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I can I'm I'm shocked. In the Paul, well, you seem to be shocked a lot lately. When you got fired, you were shocked. The Paul Harvey. These James. callers are shocking you. The reality seems to shock you. Maybe this is a good exercise for you. Come mm -hmm. back into the real world. Don't be like Stan Major. Don't be like Mr. Fantasyland. I keep telling Stan that all the time. You've got to come back into the real world. Stop with this, I had a 10 share in men. I had a, forget about all of that, okay? Come into the real world with real people like Eric. I just want to say all these people are saying this, you know, this call after call after call. All right, let me ask you, are we screening them? No, and about how I, you know, mistreated them at personal appearances. I don't, I never felt that way. That was never in my mind. I felt like I talked to everybody. I shook their hands. I signed the autograph. Wait a minute. I want to... But I was surrounded... Wait a I want to tell the gentleman from Reno's, I don't know if they heard what I said, but it's true, the, the um, sandwich... What the hell did I say it was? The um, Italian beef. The best in the history of mankind. It was so good. In fact, Eric would like another one right now. You know what I've Did learned? Do we another one? No, I don't think so. You'll split one with the joy. You know what? You guys are pigs. If I ate like that man, I'd be like a Goodyear blimp. Boy, isn't, wouldn't it be something to be young and uh, something again? Not, oh, I'm, I'm stuffed. Although I might have a little taste yeah, of something. God, they're good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You know me with the food. One statement. Yes, sir. What I have learned most from this experience. <laughs> yes. You don't have to do anything to get into trouble. Who else is that? Is that it? 
That's what I feel. That's the predominant feeling I have. Oh, wait a minute. That's Hap in Homestead? Hap is on the line? Hap! Howdy, Neil. Oh, we just had an accident. We lost Hap. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Well, Don't put him on. What the hell's wrong with you, Melvin? The phones are ringing like biorhythms, and you put Hap on. Yes, sir. Hello? Yes. Yes. Yes, who's this? Where, where are you calling from, sir? Where? Lauderdale. Oh, you got a phone there, or are you just screaming loud? I'm just screaming loud. Man, put your phone. A what? A what? Speaker phone. Get off the speaker phone. Pick up the phone, please. Okay. Hello? <laughs> okay, good call. Margate. Margate. They're getting better and better. Boy, what the hell is going on here? Miami. Hey, first of all, let me ask a question. Hey, Glenn. I'm looking at the picture in the New Times of you. Mm-hmm. Are those the glasses that you always wear? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. You have a problem with those? No, 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 no. Actually. Don't start making personal attacks, okay? I don't I don't go for that, okay? Well, what's wrong with those are glasses? I don't know. Maybe I'm not looking at them the right way. Secondly, I'd like to say that I was really surprised because I'd never really seen Neil Rogers, and um, it looks pretty good. I was surprised. Really? Yeah. You're busy tonight? Um, my partner wouldn't like that. Oh, okay. Well, listen, what does he know? We'll fix him up with Eric. <laughs> no, but... Or better yet, I'll just take Eric home. How does that sound, sir? What about me? And uh, you can come over and watch. Okay. Anyways, um, I don't think people should be so down on Glenn the Bird. Um, I always like On Glenn's Glenn Bird? What What does that mean? Glenn the Bird? Oh. Glenn the Bird Hill. You Glenn know the Bird? Yeah, they're really down on me. I just... Um, I, I, was enjoyed listening. I have a line for that, too, but I'm not going to say it. I always enjoy listening to him laugh in the background. Um, I think that... Um, it was beneficial for your listening audience. And some of those calls are fake, I can tell. Ah. I'm the fake detector. Some of those calls are fake, the ones calling saying that you were rude to them at appearance. Yeah. They're I, just saying that. They must be. Maybe you would have been one time or twice, but I don't think... I, I think they just are jumping on the bandwagon. I think so. You know, that's a... I hate to say it. Yeah. Well, they gave you a good out now. Everybody who calls is critical. Well, it would explain why I don't... uh, It's a fake world, Glenn. It would say that. It would explain why... It's also a fake job. I don't feel this, you know, and I don't remember doing any of this. I just sort of... those dangerous fake crabs. Sat there beside you. How could I have done all that if I was sitting beside you at these appearances? How could I have done all this? I was sitting right there beside you. Yeah. Signing the autograph, shaking the hand, signing and signing. No. I never... That was never in my mind. Deal. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to meet you sometime. For what? Just to meet you. Really? Yep. Well, listen, just uh, hang out over there on the beach. <laughs> I'm going to be spending a lot of time there from now on with Eric and Joey. <laughs> Which Joey? Oh, wait. That's another thing. There seems to be two Joeys floating around there. There's, well, we got the Joe with three ends. We got the little Joey here. And then, of course, there's the other Joey on Saturday that we don't talk about because he's a potty mouth old fart. Okay, the Joey, the old fart one. Yeah. Who's the other one? Who's the little one? The nice one. The little one? I don't haven't been checking out, sir. I don't know. I'll do a little research and I'll let you know. The younger one. Who is that? Joey. That's uh, our drug supplier. <laughs> no, no. He works for a medical supply. It's just a little joke, okay? Hmm. But he's just a caller, right? He's just a groupie. He's part of the show now. He's been uh, he's hung around so long. He's like Fat Rich. He's part of the show. He comes in and eats. <laughs> okay, so now I know who that is. Yeah. He's a real stud, sir. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Okay. 12.32, that's what he keeps telling us at WIOD, and our uh, next line is on uh, from Boca, whatever the hell it is. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Hi, Bird. Hey. Hello, Gilbert. Hi. How you doing, buddy? Finally got a little call for Gilbert there. Gilbert is sitting back soaking this all, and he knows he's got a very tough decision to make at 2 o'clock. <laughs> Anybody who doesn't like Gilbert has no sense of humor, by the way. 
Are you going to eat that, Gilbert? I'm stuffed. You stuffed. Why? You want that, too? I he had a weenie. That. He had that big weenie, man. Okay, Neil, Dave, one question. Yeah. At the appearances, and I never had the pleasure of meeting you guys, was Lynn, was he um, accommodating? Yes or no, in your opinion? Sometimes, sometimes not. What do you say, Glenn? I was sitting, as I recall now, that last call was so illuminating... I was sitting right beside Neil. How could I have pulled... The Toyota of Hollywood, you were sitting right next to me, too, and you shined 2,000 people. No, I, de I deny that. Oh, absolutely. I don't think so. Joey just said you're full of it. No. And, um... Well, well see, Fat you, Rich you, you was there. saying no. You just don't want to... And Fat Rich says no. And Paul Harvey Jr. says no. Say, and you say yes. Mm. Well, I didn't intend to. And I did not intend to at any appearance. I was in public. I always tried to be on my best behavior. Forget about public, so I don't talking about shopping. how I could have pulled all this stuff the callers are saying if I was sitting right next to Neil. Well, that's what made it stick out so bad. I mean, uh, made it so obvious. No. I, I like no matter the what I say today, I've been listening to Alex, and no matter what I say, it comes out dirty now. Neil, I enjoyed the bird. I thought he added maybe 10% to the show. I thought Captain Day was even better than that. But still... I mean, you know, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Caprita worked with us. For a year over at Zeta. I don't remember. If I'm so hard to get along with, how come he and I got along so well? You got me. Didn't, didn't we? Is it, did I make that up? I don't think so. Bird? I never had any problems then either. No, anybody. but I'm just saying, didn't I get along Bird, well? You oh, well. always fought. No. No, we didn't. One time. Quite a bit. Quite one a bit. time. Have a great day, sir. Okay, Neil, by the way, I just want to say one more thing. Thanks a lot for uh, getting me through. I'm a guy with a broken leg, and uh, thanks a lot. You just... You're, you're great to listen to, man. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Okay. Mm hmm Hmm. What? Well, I'm just, just sort of absorbing all these. Well, what was wrong with that? Nothing was wrong. All right, listen. I want a whole bunch of people to call in now and tell me what a bastard I am, okay? Because evidently, that's, um, the guy enjoys the show. I didn't say anything. He had a broken leg. He was laid up. He enjoyed the show. Got a few laughs. I was not. I wasn't only thinking of his call. I was thinking of the last half hour of calls. Oh, okay. Starting to get more interesting. Kind of like a little delayed reaction here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can relate to that. Twelve thirty-four at WIOD. We're going to take a little break now. We got a lot of stuff to do here. Melvin's under enormous pressure today. I got to commend him. He's been doing tremendous business in there. None of which has anything to do with the show. And also uh, paying attention a little bit too. It's phenomenal. We'll be right back. On in. Buy me some peanuts and crackers, <laughs> I don't care if I ever get back. 1237 at WIB. Now, you know what comes after that, don't you? What's that? That part After that part of the song? Where I just stopped it? I don't care if I ever get back. So it's loose. Oh, no, I didn't ask you to sing it. No, I didn't ask you to sing it. If they don't win, it's a shame. And it's one, two, three strikes, two out at the all-game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 22 till 1 at WID. Boy, he's like, Gilbert, you're like a wind-up guy, man. All you got to do is do your new material, and you just go, you run with it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Neil? Yeah. Am I on now? Yes, sir. I think I got a new perspective to add to this. Okay, thing. good. Um... I don't particularly care for the bird, but that's neither here nor there. I just think that uh, your ability, your expertise, and your talent is that much greater than most of your peers, that uh, he looks that much worse, and he doesn't come out anywhere near as, as good as you do in personal appearances or otherwise. I mean, I always look forward to you, you oh, and Kane getting personal together. Appear, what am I, like some kind of dynamo when I go out on appearance? Oh, I'm basically yeah. a very uh, introverted kind of person, and I try to be friendly and nice to people, and... Uh, Sign an autograph. What am I? Some like some kind of hot shot? You're an introverted person. Yes. Now that you know. Off the air. <laughs> off the air. You bet. 
Ask the bird. Ask Glenn. And I am, too. I'm a very shy person. I mean, even if you got together with Steve... I used to look forward to one day if you get together with Steve Kane and make mincemeat out of him, and I think you would have, okay? Um, I just think that the bird doesn't come up anywhere near your level, and that's the bashing of it. Mm. Okay. All right. I'll see you. I try. I don't understand it. 1239 at WIOD. Let's go to a celebrity caller on line four. Hey, this is the senior junior, and... Now, this is a very sad day for, for radio. <laughs> really, I, I can't take sides because, you know, I've worked extensively with both of you. <laughs> Don't you wish. <laughs> and both of you are like are like brothers to me. Mm-hmm. By the way, get out of that production studio, E.J. <laughs> well, listen, I think, it's, I think it is a difference of, of perception. And, you know, Glenn, you know, you, you think of yourself as, as a professional. Yeah. And this was... This was a job, just like any other job to you. Mm-hmm. But it was perceived by most everybody else as, as you know, kind of like, like my daddy had an entourage. Mm-hmm. It's like Neil has his entourage. You got Fat Rich, he's Big Dave, and mm-hmm. Joey now, and and they just and, and Eric. And you were like the top of the. And entourage. Eric, right? I'm sorry, I, I'm just Eric. <laughs> but you're right; it does seem to be perception, Elvis. Yes, it, it does, and 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 it's. It's too bad that everybody perceives it uh, differently than you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Daddy had his had his entourage, and and, and Neil has his own entourage, and, and, and you were paid uh, pretty damn good to, to be the top man in the entourage. Right. But, uh, I feel badly for 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 you, and I hope you land on your feet somewhere. Well, thanks. I feel badly too after this, you know. But I'm feeling better now that uh, a few things have been explained. And lunch. And uh, <laughs> Gilbert. Yes. Your intonation with the ad copy brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> Mine, too. And pain to my groin. Watch out for those dangerous crabs, E.J. <laughs> but uh, I thank you very much for letting me. They got, they got something at Eckerd's that'll take care of that. Well, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll be going by there now. Okay. See ya. Thank you. Uh, okay, 1241 at WIOD. It's uh, not an editorial call, uh, comment on the last call. Just uh, that, you know, after five or ten of those beef sandwiches, man, it starts getting to you. North Miami is gone. Boy, some strange things going on this hour. Uh, the Palm Beach line? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good one. Uh, Miami. Neil. Yeah. I'm your biggest fan, and bottom line is, I mean, you're the best. But I'll tell you what, Glenn is right. You're, I'm sure you're not the easiest person in the world to work with. Well, that goes with the territory. You know, I don't know anybody you know why, why to work I say that? The reason I say that is because... I mean, he had to be a yes person to you, and I think after a while at Zeta, he just got tired of, of saying yes. He wanted to speak his piece, and he went out and did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. I think he had to... I think the bird... Bird, tell me if I'm, if I'm right. Okay. You thought at first that I, I had a feeling that just, just to be a yes person, so you'd hang in there for a while. First of all, he was not a yes person on the show. That, again, was the wrong perception. We disagreed about a lot of things. Every day. And there was no problem with that. I don't have a... I don't want a yes person. I don't want somebody kissing my butt, but I don't also want somebody... Every time I bring up something to talk about that they're not interested in, throwing a tantrum, no, sir. Can you relate to yeah, that? Yeah, I can relate to that, but I'm not saying that. I'm saying early on, he kind of agreed with you on a lot of things, and finally he finally said to himself, well, I'll keep, if I don't really agree with uh, him, no, why should I even, a, even a way back at Zeta, we had that uh, people used to call him a yes. And we, we disagreed about a lot of stuff. In fact, there used to be a whole thing about the show where Caprita would disagree with everything that everybody said. I mean, well, it just got to be a thing, and we would disagree about music and almost mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I think you're the best, but I was disappointed. I came back from Chicago when I called you from there after the McCartney show. I, I got in Wednesday morning, and I, and I heard that, you know, somebody said the bird was gone. I was really disappointed. But, 
Well, right. life goes on, sir. No, I know. It just, it, just, it just seemed like you two guys would go on forever. That's all. Nothing is forever, okay? Yeah, Bert, I hope you get something good. Thanks. Take okay. care. 1243 at WIOD. Uh, what was that? Oh, Melvin's way behind here. Okay, let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yeah. Barry Gibb Jr. here. Huh. <laughs> well, it's about time. Glenn, how are you? Well, pretty rough, but I'm hanging in there. It sounds like it. Yeah, pretty rough. I just got to tell you, I called. I wanted to be one of the few callers that called and said something nice in your defense. Okay. Hmm. What the hell was that? <laughs> Maybe we have a little uh, something musical for that last caller that might fit right in. <laughs> I thought he was going to say very, uh, yeah, very Epstein. Me too. Something like that, maybe. Okay. You can still talk him up. I sure can. But we need some help from Johnny Dark. Okay, let's go to, um, how come Johnny's not here? We had a lot of food today. <laughs> Johnny Dark is a friend of mine. That's it. Hates me with a passion now. Why? I don't know why. I'm just uh, making a statement. I'm thinking sure it's, it's true. You think it's misperception? No, I just think that he's uh, sucks around. That's all. Boca. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this show. You're what? Excited about. Well, good. It. Be excited to speak up enough so we can hear you. That would can be. Can you a hear term. me now? That's excellent. Okay. Don't get too excited though. Well, I'm then we'll have to hold you over for the Alex Bennett show. I can't believe I'm talking to you. I've listened to you for about a year and a half now. Yeah. And I love the show. I'm going to say something about the bird and you as, as a couple working together. As a couple as working a couple together. Working How about a team? Yeah, working I don't like together. that word couple. You know. Well, in a sense. I mean, listen to you for Eric and time. Joey are here. They make a smashing couple, but that's just that nothing going to happen, you know. Well, anyways, what I want to say is, is that... I'd be glad to perform sense, the ceremony and the brisk, too. <laughs> in a real sense... Spencer, how you doing? What are you still doing here, Spencer? Oh, I love Spencer. Huh? Me, me too. Did you wash the bird's Bird? car? Let me just say a couple Spencer, things. did you wash the bird's car? Oh, he washed your car. Excellent. My, my Freebie. Scott Fetty got his car washed. I'm what the hell? It'll probably show up every Wednesday now. On this show. What? I'm glad that you grew on this show. Okay. And I'm glad that you finally... Why? Have you been looking, sir? How you... I have been looking. All the time. I'm glad he's grown on the show. And I'm glad he finally said, I want to say what I want to say. And I don't think what's happened to the bird is a bad thing. I think his getting let go... And being out there in the world is part of what happens when you grow. And he grew out of your job. And it was time for you guys to say goodbye. Yeah. And that's like any other kind of relationship, any other team, any other partnership that you have. Every so often, you've got to say, I've grown, I'm beyond this, and I want to do something else. The thing that I don't like what I'm hearing is the whining about it. From? When you make, from, from the bird. Mm. When you... Make a decision that you want to be your own person and you really want to do what you want to do, then you got to take the stuff that goes with it. And the stuff that goes with it is you're on your own and you do it. You don't whine about it or cry about it. And you don't misperceive it. There's nothing wrong with what happened. It's a reality. And Neil is really trying to help you understand that. And he is really trying to put himself out to do that. And he's got guns to do it. Hmm. And I can hear it in his voice. And if I were just listening to this show for the first time, I wouldn't be sure that it wasn't a put-on on his part 
but I really feel like... Hold on, my God, they practically uh, burned the building down Man. to get him out of here this morning. I didn't know he was coming here today. Yeah. Well, if I Gilbert should have known, he would have stayed home. I just want to say that if you have a professional partner that you had with Neil, and the care that he's shown and the tone of his voice about you makes me feel like what's going on there is really healthy for your bird. Listen and perceive. You're not bad. There's nothing wrong with you. What you have to understand is that you have grown and you have changed, and now it's time to leave the playpen and to go out in the world and do what you want to do on your own. Grab it and go. you got all the goddamn opportunity in the world. Take it and make it and go. Okay. You're a lovely person, but you've got to get rid of that thing mm-hmm. when you're a little boy. And it's all over with now. You made a man's decision. Take it inside of yourself and stay with it. It's a really healthy decision for you. Neil, God bless you. Okay, sir. Bye-bye. And have a lovely day. Uh, 1247 at WIOD. That Boca Del Rey line is open now. You know the number. I'm not giving any numbers out today. I just refuse to do it. We will tell you that Gulfstream Florida Super Track is having... Solid food. Twelve fifty one at WIOD on a very traumatic Wednesday. The food is just about gone. We have one uh, Italian beef sandwich here, Melvin. Somebody? Scott? Nobody wants it? Man, it is so good. And I, I have, uh, I'm so stuffed, I'm sick to my stomach from just pigging out, but it was so good. How about giving it to Boy Reno. Gary? Maybe it'll come. Yeah, we'd like down. to give it to Boy Gary. Let's go to uh, North Miami Beach. Hello? Yes. <coughs> Neil. Yeah, I, I just have a couple of things I want to say. Get off okay. my chest. First off... You have a couple of things you'd like to get off your chest? <laughs> yeah, Alex has this uh, surgeon that he's going to have on this afternoon, this dermatologist. Yeah. Maybe they're thought, dangerous crabs, sir. I guess that sounds pretty serious. I don't, I don't need to sound... <laughs> no, I don't want to sound that serious. <laughs> but, um, no, first, I, I want to say a couple of good things and, and critical things. First, I just want to say, Bird, your last week was very good. The week that Neil went away, mm-hmm. you did a good job. Uh, secondly, uh, I think the caller before me was correct, but he was a little hard, like... You know, you got to stop being a little hard. Don't say a little hard, okay? Mm-hmm. Alex is coming up in just over an hour, and everything on the station now is falling. Every, it's all he talks about is how hard it is in his bed. Secondly, now, now that you've heard me comp- compliment you, I mean, let me tell you that I think I'm an open-minded guy. And when I went to the remote at Toyota at, Ho- at Hollywood, I mean, if you watch Neil sitting there, and I'm not saying you had to be this way, but, you know, he, would, he was laughing with people and smiling with people and came across, you know, he had really good vibes coming out of Neil. And I'm not saying you had bad vibes, and maybe you were just in a bad mood that day or just in a tired mood, because you just seemed to be sitting there and looking around like, you know, I didn't see you do anything cruel or, you know, unkind. It's just like you seemed to be sitting there kind of out of it. And that, that was the impression I got. And I know because I was in line for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I was watching you guys for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you know, like I saw you get up, and you, I guess you went to the bathroom or something, and mm-hmm. then you came back, and... And, you know, it was the same kind of reaction, you know. You might have smiled once, I think. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying that's what I saw, and I was watching. Because, you know, I'd never seen you all, and I was like, you know, I thought I'd get to know you by watching your faces. Anyway, and the other thing is, uh, to get away from that, Gilbert, are you there? Yes, just certainly I'm here. How does it feel to, to, like, have this immense popularity all of a sudden? 
I think it's fantastic. I mean, it's like every day, people calling, and, and no matter who they criticize, they'll say, oh, but we love Gilbert. I know, I make it uh, a little interesting. <coughs> you know, you have to put that oomph into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Neil was right about you. Gilbert's teaching me a lot about doing live spots. I've learned a lot today. <laughs> make sure Neil... you get those dangerous crabs in every time. <laughs> I think Neil was right about you when he said that, you know, that, that you can talk about any subject. And you are genuinely funny, and I don't mean funny like we're laughing at you. I mean, I think, I mean, you have funny things to say. And sure, you have to have a sense of humor on occasion, you know. And uh, may maybe you ought to consider, like, uh, you know, getting your broadcast license. I don't know if you need a license to get a talk. No, to no. No, I'm uh, with the guy. Uh, Neil will take care of that. I'll, uh, I'll sign it for him. Uh, well, like, if somebody else, like, like say, take a person like me, if they wanted to become a, a radio talk show, no host, chance. Would, would they have to go to... No uh, chance. No, <laughs> no. I don't have the. Don't voice. do it. Well, no, I can you make see, the voice. you see what happened. That wasn't my fault because Neil should have showed me the spot on that nine seven uh, six row. Yeah. Well, you know, I wanted was... you to add a little pizzazz in there, you know. <laughs> it worked out just great. Have a great day, sir. You and, don't, too. Bye. and just to relieve yourself of that uh, idea, okay? Which idea? Of getting into this business. Well, I'm already in the entertainment business. Well, listen, that's entertaining enough. Don't do it. <laughs> well. Well, if I'm able to do both, like I could keep my other entertaining job that's and do good. this always, job on the side, that, always, that way I would still have a, a very good income. Always have a backup. All right. Okay. Bye. 1255 at WIOD, the Blade Runner girl. Hi, guys. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, dear? Just taking in all the stuff that everybody's calling. A lot, a lot of, of stuff. People. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Um, I don't want to take sides or anything, you know. I just have, you know, like that last guy some good things and some bad things I remember. I did meet both of you when you guys went with Steve Kane to see Gold. I remember. Yes, and mm -hmm. the bird was very, very nice. Huh. He wasn't, you know, fumbling or anything like Neil says sometimes. I'm sure, you know, he's done it on occasion, but he was very nice to me. Huh. Neil was very nice also. And to go back about, like, when Neil had people, you know, in the studio during the show, I remember, and I have tapes of this, like back when he was on Zeta, that he had the Cooper City Kids and mm -hmm. Alan and all that. Yeah, I sure remember that. Yeah, well, it was... Boy, do one, I remember that. There's this one time that sticks out in my mind that um, Bob and some of the kids were going over, and, like, you could see Alan to the parking lot, and you mentioned it, and the bird got a little bit upset about it, and he just wouldn't talk. And then when they came in to the studio that they were there to bash because they wanted to ban Alan and all that. Then he kind of like got buddy-buddy with them, you know. So there's the good things and there's the bad things. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I don't want to take sides or anything, but unfortunately all good things come to an end. It was a lot of fun. And I do miss the bird too, you know. Mm. But, you know, I just wanted to say that. And okay. Have a good one. Hope you guys work everything out. See you. Bye. 1257 at WID. Before we go to the next call now, your girlfriend hit her head on your bed. Is that what it was? Lissette? Something like that, yes. Well, no, you mentioned that this is Eric's girlfriend he was talking about the other day, who I'm sure is just... Was she there at Spec? She wasn't there, was she? She wasn't there. What a shame. And uh, she, of course, couldn't be here today because she's in school. Where does she go to school? FIU. Oh, really? Hey, <laughs> exciting. And uh, now what happened? She was in bed. Well, this is the story, okay? We were kind of wrestling around on top of the sheet, and uh, I pushed her back. Oh, wait, wait a minute. With or without your clothes on? That doesn't matter. Oh, without oh, your clothes on. on. 
You yeah, even it. Gilbert said you can say it. I don't like it. Yeah, don't tease, right, okay, Gilbert? I'll... Yes, Alex, tell a story. There might have even been some of those dangerous crabs around. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I would there like were a few articles of clothing that were not on. You're right, like the ones you're about to take off. Exactly. And I pushed her back, and her head hit the back of my bed. And that's the story. She hit her head. Blood went everywhere. I had to run to the hospital. Mm. Blood went everywhere? Everywhere. Yeah. All oh, over my wow. wife, the bed, the sheets, everywhere. Boy, talk about ruining a mood. God. Yeah. Well, we went to the hospital and got a couple of And then came back and, and uh, exactly. resumed, okay. Well, we stayed in the car. <laughs> what? <laughs> you you did what in the car? A few things. Eric. In the car? <laughs> boy, these emotional kids, you know, and it's just incredible. On the beach, no less. Boy, that sure probably got a rise out of those people in there. There were people in their walkers carrying on all over the beach. Right, Eric? You got it. Okay, here's a lady in plantation. Hello. Hello. Hi, Glenn. Hi. I can't help but think about the times that you took the show and you come back from a remote and people would call and say, oh, it was really great to meet Glenn. I enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. And what a great show. And then when you got fired, the people that called in and were so upset that you were gone, and I think the reason maybe you're getting more negative than positive today is that maybe those people just don't listen to the show anymore now uh, that you're not on it. I wonder uh, why it was just so many negatives in a row. That was interesting. Why? Where are all those people? I think they don't listen anymore because you're gone. <laughs> Take care. I wish you lots of luck, whatever you do. Whoa. Okay. Well, it's sure nice to know that you're still listening. Oh, I do. I love you too, Neil. Okay. Bye-bye. What a way wow. to end the hour. Yeah. Pretty traumatic. <laughs> That's amazing, Neil. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm glad. Boy, I tell you, I can't wait for Judge Wapner Jr.'s verdict a little later on in the show. Deborah Martinez is also more than amazing, is standing by In leather. In leather. <laughs> I can't wait. Unless she's trying to protect herself with the 1 o'clock WIV News. And, oh boy, I think we're regressing. And then uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon, comedian Jackie Bennett, TV uh, Channel 6 weekend anchor, Diana Morgan, who uh, comes straight from the Queen Mary, by the way. And uh, that'll be 2 to 6, sports talk at 6.05, and the Stan Major show from 8 until 11. And by the way, don't forget, in case you missed it yesterday, Alex is desperate. W.I.O.D. presents Neil Rogers. To get in touch and talk, call 751-W.I.O.D. in Dade, 524-W.I.O.D. in Broward, or 655-278-W.I.O.D. in the Palm Beaches. Other areas may call collect. The opinions expressed by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 W.I.O.D. Oh, boy. It's... The one to two hours. If they don't wait, it's a shame. So it's one, two, three strikes go out at the old game. Okay, it's 106 at WID. We have a very exciting news here, and that is uh, Eric is wearing a bathing suit today. He didn't tell us this when he came in, and he's from the laughing beach. about that. He's from the beach. And he's going to take all his clothes off except his shoes and his bathing suit in just a second. Right, huh. Eric? Wrong. Anyway, well, listen, we'll work on it slowly. Okay, you can help him. Here's uh, a bird defense call in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi, uh, Neil. Yeah. Um, I got the solution to the bird's problem. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Yeah. Uh, I think you should replace him uh, with Joe Sagaki in Sports Talk. And everything will be taken care of. <laughs> that will solve all the problems. Don't you think so? Yeah. 
What a great yeah, idea. Yeah, he might become a big sports fan pretty quick. And just use Gilbert as his sidekick. Uh-huh. Okay, sir. Excellent call. Okay, beautiful way to start the hour. Hallandale. That's the second hang-up in Hallandale. Sonny, if you don't cut the crap, man, we're going to uh, lock you in one of those topless bars. Boca. Do you remember... What the hell is going on here, Melvin? Do you remember when I suggested that I do your color and you do the Hurricane Baseball games? Let's go to a uh, lady in Miami. Hello. Thank you. Hi, Dale. Hi. I just wanted to say that um, I think you're the best. And I also next, want... Next to Gilbert. Oh, and I love you. We love you, Gilbert. <laughs> How you doing, dear? Did you laugh when I said those uh, dangerous craps? Yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, I, um, I want you to know that I never used to listen to your show when Bert was on because I used to get so aggravated by his laugh. <laughs> Now that he's off, I love your show, and I listen all the time, and I huh. can call you all the time, and I'm Ty Tom Ryan's Aunt Rowe. Oh. So you know who I am. From Knott's Landing. Well, he doesn't like the show anyway, okay? Oh, so. okay. Well, that's too bad. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to let him know that um, I hope he gets another job somewhere, but I'm glad he's off your show. Okay. <laughs> okay, Neil. See ya. Bye. Give Tom a big kiss for me. It's 108. Okay, Eric's down to his underwear now, and uh, pretty impressive. I'll tell you that. Pretty imposing. Uh, let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yeah. I was, I've been listening to you guys since you came over to WIOD. How long is that? Uh, over a year, right? Yeah, a little over a year. Yeah. I tell you, I never noticed any big change in the bird. Big ego trip? Mm -hmm. Where? Me either. Where? I never noticed any big ego trip that he was on. Mm -hmm. Why did he get fired? Sir, I'm not going to start at, at the square one and rehash the whole thing. Have you been listening to the show? Yeah. Okay, I it, can't go back to 10 o'clock and do the whole four hours for you again. It wasn't any big ego trip. No. Well, what, if you say so, then it was not. It had nothing to do with anything, okay? It was hey, just because uh, I'm a bad guy. You're a lot more entertaining than he is. There's yeah. no question about No question it. about that. The bird was just happy to fill in for you every once in a while. Yeah. He, he hardly said anything Exactly. Right. Hey, <laughs> Let's face facts. You're the show. That's yeah. the only reason that people listen. Okay. It wasn't because of the bird. Right. You know, your show is the same now as it was before. Right. Just as entertaining. Yeah. So <laughs> the bird uh, had to have done something else. <laughs> like what? I have no idea. Oh, one of those calls, huh? I have well, no idea. he's saying why all this big hubbub, basically. That's no, right. see, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to rehash. We've been through it. We read the article. I went through the thing on the air. I don't know to the point of nausea. And here we are. It's ten after one, and you still haven't absorbed into your brain why you're not on this show anymore. Okay, that's the part that's frightening to me. After all of this time. You still don't get it. Well, why don't you... Now, I can't draw you a road map, okay? How about... The bottom line is it's my show. I didn't like the way things were going. I'll give you an example. About two, three weeks ago, I came in and I'd watched a hockey game the night before, okay? Which, now that I have my satellite dish, at least temporarily, I get to see things that I want to see. And lo and behold, I never thought it was going to go anywhere. I just mentioned it. And lo and behold, the phones lit up. We did four hours on hockey. Now, I guarantee if you would have been here, there would have been such carrying on and such... We would never have gotten past 10.15, okay? And it was a good show, and the phones never stopped ringing, and we had a good time, and it was something different. You couldn't handle that, because you're not interested in it. 
And I'm going to sit here every day, and I'm going to talk about what I'm interested in. It's my show. And if I want to talk about the fact that Eric looks like God, I'll talk about that, or that Alan looks like better than God, or what. Uh, that's what I'm into. That's what I'm going to talk about. If I want to talk about the Cubs and about Mark Grace and about uh, whatever it is, that's what I'm going to talk about, okay? I'm not going to sit here and please you or anybody else, okay? I'm here to please myself and the audience. God, and evidently, <laughs> for a long time, I've been pleasing the audience, okay? I've been Go doing pretty damn well, and I'm not going to temper or mold or or change what I want to talk about because you're sitting here sighing and huffing and puffing and putting the mic over on the side. I mean, how many... Rich has seen you do that many times. I saw you do it a hundred times. I'm not going to put up with that, okay? You're a nice guy. I wish you the best. But you're, it's, just, it's not going to be. It's just history. It, it had its time and place, and it's gone. And some of the callers have said it even better than I did. Things have to evolve. You've got to go on to something else besides being just some little lemming here. You've got to do your own thing now. Are you there? Yeah. Oh. I just, uh, my reaction to that is uh, I never felt uh, this was a sports show or I wouldn't have been on it in the first place. David Letterman. It's not a sports show, okay? It's a sports idiot. But if I knew he was going to do a whole show on sports, I wouldn't turn it on. But personally. you're not being paid to watch David Letterman. You were being paid good money to sit here and dummy up, that's all. If I would have required you to get into some kind of great intellectual conversation about sports trivia and about uh, the Cubs, and about, that would have been different. You couldn't have done it because you don't know anything about it. You have no interest. But on those occasions when we were discussing something you don't care about, all you had to do was sit back and shut up and just uh, read your inquirer. That's all. And have a nice lunch. How could anybody pass up a deal like that? I attempted to do that. You couldn't do it. You no. just were not capable of I'm doing a, it. I'm my personality. I'm a person, and you're going to get my feelings. Well, fine. So you couldn't and do it. And either you can deal with it or you can't. And we and I couldn't. Okay. Okay. Okay, I think we just solved it. It's 113 at WIOD. We want to tell you one more time. All right, now what was that number for the roses again? 976. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Okay, uh, also, by the way, Eric is down to his Fruit of the Looms now, which is pretty incredible, and uh, I would get out before Alex comes in, because the way he's talking the last couple of days, I'm not sure what he's going to do. Miami. Yeah, Neil? Yeah. Yeah, you're the best. Gilbert's great, but the bird definitely needs to get a life. That's it? That was it. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, this morning, <laughs> Donnie Osmond was on the Today Show with that, uh, well, he wasn't on with anybody, because they had taped the interview. And I just mentioned that in passing, okay? He looked uh, pretty good. Looked okay. He's doing well. The album's doing great. You remember Donnie, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to uh, Pompano. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. Hey, listen, who the hell is Fat Rich? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see slow or nothing, but he seems like a real troublemaker. He is? Well, <laughs> then what are you asking the question for? You know the answer. Boy. Yeah, Professionally, he's a paid troublemaker. He's an Ojan provocateur, <laughs> a paid troublemaker who comes in to create all kinds of problems and stir up a lot of rumors and make phone calls back and forth. And uh, he alarmed a lot you. of backbiting. Hey, Bird. Yeah. I want to tell you, I've always liked you. I used to always listen to you when you did the entertainment reports. Mm -hmm. Great. You're 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 really good. But I got one question, Neil. How come yesterday when I called yesterday to stick up for the bird, you told me to get a life and hung up on me? When was that? Yesterday. It must have been a little more than that, sir. No, I said I, I how long to... did it? How long was the call? About twenty minutes? No, no, I, it would have been longer, but it lasted about twenty seconds. Uh huh. Well, there had to be something there, sir. Have I been hanging up on the people who stuck up for him today? No, you've been real good today. He's had uh, every opportunity. Plus, he's in the building in spite of management's hysterical, Boy, I can't uh, get over obsessional that. hatred, whatever the hell it is. 
And I'm glad that you've been Have really a great decent. life, Joe. I'm glad we fed you good. And uh, get his number and uh, get some good information for us. You've been really decent to him today, i got to say that. That's right. You've given him everything. Well, we wish him the best. I said that and I meant it, but he doesn't believe it. Oh, Bert, he's been really fair. And today, he thinks that because we still, um, uh, you know, make a little fun of him now that he's gone, I mean, that's just part of the show. He was here a long time, and it's, it goes with the territory, okay? But I'm part I'm of what this show is all about. I'm waiting for some juicy fat part to come out in the article, and the article seems pretty tame. The article me. is uh, really uh, just nothing. Yeah, kind absolutely. Of, I mean, Fat Rich made this big build up here, and uh, yeah, it's nothing. The article is, uh, <laughs> like I said, nothing. I think you ought to stop feeding Fat Rich. <laughs> yeah, that would that would fix his ass, wouldn't it? And you're giving him food for thought. It's killing him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bird, good luck with you. Thanks, sir. Okay, right. have a great day, sir. Yeah. 20 after 1 at WIOD. Everybody's in a pretty uh, good mood now. Even Gilbert's getting excited. You want to yeah. do your uh, Yankee thing now? Don't do the Cubs thing. We'll save that for later. Okay. It's now, up. what is this? Well, no, but what is Do a little setup now. What is this? This is the uh, theme, original theme song of the New York uh, Yankees back in the early days. Uh, tune in to New York Yankee Baseball right here on WIOD. The greatest attraction, the New York Yankees. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy, Yankee Doodle do I die, a real life baseball team, the New York Yanks, they are my joy and my pride, <laughs> so come on and root for the Yankees, you will have a great time, when the Yankees take the field, they will suck it to them, they are my Yankee Doodle boys. Outstanding, Gilbert. Outstanding. Our live studio audience with just a little round of applause there. Okay, let's uh, do a break. 21 past one. We'll do the other thing later, okay? We'll uh, tape it. I We're going to do a break. A... Yeah, you need a break after that. Jeez. I bet it sounded just like that, too, in the old days. It did. Mm -hmm. it yeah, did. as a matter of fact, the Ron St. John used to sing it. You should have heard it. <laughs> For a night of great entertainment. 124 at WIOD. Should we take some more calls? Mm hmm. <laughs> no question. Miami. Glenn, since this is the last time you will probably... My what? Okay, good one. I dumped it. Don't worry about oh. it. 125 at WIOD. <laughs> Although yeah, maybe is... we could get the wow. number. <laughs> we could get the number. Anyway, uh, Palm Beach is open. I will give that number because I don't think uh, we can... Well, we haven't given any numbers once all show, but let's do Palm Beach just for old time's sake. Oh. Let's not? Nah. Okay. Doesn't make any Screw difference. them. No, nah, yeah. we don't need their calls anyway. They don't even know who the hell you are. Mm-mm. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Hi, Neil. Yeah. Good luck, Glenn. Thanks. I was wondering, what's Gilbert still doing there? Is he, what, is he retired? Yes. He's retired. I'm like Glick and Potts unemployed. Yeah, Gilbert is, uh, <laughs> beca Gilbert's become a radio consultant now. Did you like that <laughs> theme scary. song, sir? He's scary. Did, you're not answering his question. What did, what did Gilbert say? Did you like that theme song that I sang before? Oh, fantastic, Gilbert. You sing... Atrocious. I know. Okay. Just a certain something in that voice, though, that just uh, you can't resist it. Yeah, there is a certain something in Gilbert's voice that you can't resist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like running <laughs> into a running into a thousand dangerous crabs in Hollywood. Dangerous crabs. <laughs> I think it's lack of education. Okay. Sorry. Thank you, Neil. Okay. Bye bye. Uh, Twenty-six after one at WIOD, and let's go to a lady in Boca. Hello, Glenn. Hi. I think you're swell, and I admire you for your intelligence, and I'm proud of you for taking all the flack you're taking, mm -hmm. and I'm proud of you for keeping your own identity, and I'm the only, I'm the 
fourth woman lady that has been on the air with you today. Mm-hmm. And Neil kind of talks over everybody just like what he calls Alice Rantel. You can't hear Alice in an interview without him drowning out the interviewee. And Wilford will be what the just hell does another pawn in Neil's chess game. Yeah. So don't Whoa. take it seriously, dear. No. We all we ladies love you. Thank yes, you. Yes, and it's nice to know you're still listening. <laughs> there she goes. That's one of your people. You did an interview with Alice Rantel? I don't know. You, you know what the hell she's talking about? God, I she's not speaking that. my language, I'll tell you that. Deerfield. Hi, Neil. Dick here. Uh, Neil, I don't want to rehash any old topics. How you doing, Dick? Never better. Uh, but, you know, in one breath you tell management you don't want Bert on your show. The next breath you say that uh, you didn't have him fired. I, did I said that? Yeah. When did I say that? Well, geez, I've been on hold for about 20 minutes, so it's probably been about 45 minutes. Sir, I hate to break the news to you. I said very clearly, repeatedly today, and it says it right in the article, I'm the one who told Disney he's got to go off my show. Right, so why don't you tell him that he's gone? Because I don't fire people here, sir. Let me say it again. No, what is this? You don't have balls? Sir, blow it out your ass, okay? Right on, Neil. That was Mike Disney's. If he would have said to me, you do it, I'd have had no problem whatsoever. I don't make corporate or company decisions here. There's only one I made today, and that was to overrule management and give the bird an opportunity to come on and uh, spew his thing, whatever it is he wanted to do. Uh, thank you. For and that. it's mung heads like that that just want to go on. He's doing exactly what that psychotic broad from Boca was talking about right beforehand, talking over and just babbling on and on. Doesn't want to have a conversation. Sir, with an IQ like yours, you ought to go far. Right, Gilbert? Right on. Hallandale. Don't let the birds spew anything all over your carts. <laughs> listen to me for a minute. Would, you, would everybody just listen? Okay, let's all calm down and listen <laughs> to the voice of reason here. Okay, first of all, I've listened to Glenn since he was on Love 94 with that entertainment report. Well, I could sure use another soda, you know. Who's got some change, Rich? Rich is going to get Hello. it. Hello. Yes, go all ahead. Right. Um, and Glenn has his own personality. And that's the way it is, and that's the way it's always going to be. And Glenn has a great personality. But, you know, things happen, and that's the way it is. Now, as far as Glenn coming, everybody's saying that Glenn's coming on the show today and whining. Um, I don't think Glenn's whining. I love you, Neil, but I think you're whining a little bit more about this than Glenn is. Not me. <laughs> well, you know, it's just on and on. But, but I love your whining. But let's be fair to Glenn. I got news for you, sir. The name of this show is Whining and Dining. That's all and we I do. Basically, it. is fetch and eat, and that's what this show's all about. <laughs> and, I, and I love it. And I don't deny it, okay? I, I have to say Anybody something. Anybody can to make you this know. kind of money, fetching and eating every day. I'm not bellyaching about it, okay? The, the bird. Right, Gilbert? Did have right. his own personality, and he did get a little out of hand. But I have to say something. He was very, very loyal to you. When, as far as like when you went on vacation and stuff, he, you know, a, a couple of people tried to get on the phone and rip you. And he, and he always, you know, Neil, Neil was always on the top of his mind, and he always, you know, came through for you. And, you know, he's gone, and, and I have to say something. The show is a little bit better without him. Oh. <laughs> but, but on the other hand, he was great, and he added a lot. Now, let's get on, you know, the bird's gone. Now, let's call Sweet Baby Blue or Jeff Strike or something and really get into some heavy topics. Or Eric. <laughs> or Eric. Oh, by the way, Paul's a douchebag. He's busy doing it in the car with his girlfriend on the beach. No less. Don't Boy. you think this guy has... And Alex Dowd find out about that, man. We're going to have some real Alex problems Dowd. on the beach. Um, 
Don't you think this guy has great reverb? Yeah. I'm, you... I'm in an empty room. Best Excellent. of the day so far. Okay, Gilbert's <laughs> applauding your reverb, sir. Excellent job. Gil Gilbert's lost. Right on. See ya. Nine seven six. Okay. <laughs> it's one thirty-one. WIOJ. I tell you, you're on everybody. The tip of everybody's tongue. Like Here's a another Ladybird defender. Hello. Hello. Oh no, we lost her. Hello. We need there all we can. Just get. relax now. Don't get hyper. She's right here. Well, Hello. We need all we can get. Hello. Hi. Hi. Am I in the air? Yes, ma'am. I'd like to say hello to the bird. Hi. Uh, I really loved it when you Thank were on you. the show. Thanks. I'm a long-time listener, a first-time caller. Uh-huh. I just got my phone yesterday, and I'm really excited to be calling you. I didn't think I was ever going to get through. This is exciting. <laughs> exciting for me, too. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope you get a job, and I wish you a lot of luck. Well, thanks. I wish they'd take Stan Majors off at night and put you on instead. All right. Stan Majors puts my husband to sleep. Well, let's just uh, keep ripping everybody, okay? Let's just keep firing everybody. Just have like a round robin, okay? Okay. I'd just like to say hello to everybody in the studio audience. And Are you done? How you done? I'm doing fine. Say, hi to, say hi to Gilbert now. Hi, Gilbert. How am I doing so far? You're doing you great. You should show me... The uh, spots, you know, if I knew them, and it's in no. Advance, we like to say we know you're so good, you can do it right off the top of your head. <laughs> it's a piece of cake, exactly. Okay, I just want to. Call now, let me ask you a question. You still listen to this show? Yes, I do. Well, thank God for you. Okay. I was just listening to you before I called. Thank you. And now I just wanted to call my husband John a douchebag. Excellent. Have a great day. You too. Okay, one thirty-two at WIOD, Miami. Hello. Great one. Okay, they waited 45 minutes to hang Isn't up. Isn't that amazing? It's when, amazing. When my, somebody my, else has something intelligent to I say. I know, it's frightening. Up. Shut up, Gilbert. Miami, hello. Hi, how you doing? Okay. Hey, Bird. Yeah. How you doing? Okay. Uh, Gilbert? Yeah. How are you? Fine, and you? Now you talk, Gilbert. All I'm right. talking to you. Hey, uh, Bird, can you play the golf game for me? <laughs> uh, not today, <laughs> sir. Boy, those were the days, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Young Neil? No young Neil today. No young Neil. Oh, well, look, I, 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 only, I only can quote one guy, and Bert, what the hell do you want? <laughs> <laughs> How about a job to start? A job? Well, somewhere, some, some work, yeah. I think Lee Fowler's looking for a sidekick. Oh, I'll I heard Lee. that Dean Goodman called in a little while ago. Yeah, right. Or maybe, you know, I, you know, I, I think this is, uh, you know, I'm glad you had the guy back on the show. It's nice to hear his voice again. Of course. What the hell are they so uptight about out there in the outer offices, for crying out loud? Well, you should know. Look where you work. You should know better than, yeah. you know. No, they, they, I couldn't believe this. They really shocked me today. Me too. Just they, when I think I know how psychotic they are, they come to new lows, man. They just come up with new uh, craziness. I couldn't get over it. So what are you doing, Bert? Are you, like, renting out your house, Bert? Or, you know? No, I'm still there. You're still there? Still there for at least this month. At least this one. <laughs> hey, Gilbert. Yes? Don't buy a house. <laughs> I, I own one. You own one? Yeah. Uh -oh. He's way ahead of all of us. Let me give you the number of keys. So you can... Gilbert's got That's a nine se seven six wells. That's it. 134. Enough, Gilbert. 130. We're going to send those dangerous crabs after you if you don't cut the crap. 134 at WIOD, and we'll be right back. Okay, what's that number again, Gilbert? 976. Well, okay. Now, Eric was telling us he used to be the bat boy for the Giants. You got it. That's incredible. How long ago was that? Uh, about four years. Three years ago. How old are you, Eric? 21. Oh, he's legal, um, Gilbert. Mm. Four years ago in San Francisco, I used to travel with them. Incredible! Did they have got... did they have ball girls too? They had a few of those. 
Really? Anything, uh, any great stories that we might be interested in? Off the air, maybe. Oh, okay. Kind of like the ones from the beach. I'm very interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can hang out with Gilbert afterward and uh, give him some great yeah, stories. Yeah, he's know. writing a book. Poor Lauderdale. Yeah, this is the psychic detective over at Channel 7. The what? The psychic detective. Yes, sir. After I'm through with uh, the inside report tonight, uh, the bird would like uh, some help finding a job. Do you have one? At 7? <laughs> <laughs> I tried reading... Um, Gilbert's mind, but it, it, it was all blank. <laughs> Cute. Cute. Okay, we'll be looking for your check for Camillo's house, and thanks so much. 22 till 2 at WIOD. Fort, uh, that was the one. Uh, Hollywood. Yeah, hi, guys. Yeah. Uh, i, I got to ask, uh, Gilbert, are you related to Calvin DeForest by any chance? Yes. You really are? Yeah, well, you know, I'm a unique person. What can I tell you? They are similar, though. I'm uh, the uh, unusual type around these thoughts, uh, you know. I, I, I listen. You don't know how you don't know how much truth you're saying there. You are really unique, and I think you are the Larry Bud Melman of radio. He is. He, I am. He's the wave of broadcast future in this market. Make no mistake about it. He's going. He's so big now. Saturday morning he's going to no, be or Sunday, 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 Sunday. Don't get hyper now. <laughs> Sunday morning he's going to be on the Howard News Show on WKAT. How do you like that? For wow. Me? Wow. Right opposite Meg Green. Yeah, I saw him last night at Calder's bir uh, birthday party. Yep. He was not only telling jokes and, and otherwise being outstanding, he was dancing and singing. Yeah, well, I heard uh, little Bertie told me that the reason Bill left early is that Gilbert just stole the show completely and Bill kind of faded into the woodwork. No, Bill was... You just the uh, uh, star of the show. No, it's not so he Bill had to was... get up in the morning. Yeah, he had to get up to be at the station at 5 o'clock in the morning. That's why Bill left. Well, listen, as far as this bird business is concerned, I mean, I, I think it's redundant. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's over, it's done. You know, what's, what's the situation? I don't know about that. I think that the, the bird is an entertaining guy like Megan, though. <laughs> well, I, I think you got the bird beat eight ways till April. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, listen. Glenn's a nice guy. Well, you're a, you're a nicer guy, but you, you keep in there, Gilbert, and I think, uh, I think it's a little... Oh, you know who enjoyed the, the bird? The one with the eyes who I saw last yeah. night at Bell Calder. Yeah, that's, a, that's another reason he's not here anymore. <laughs> I'm, I missed that. I'm sorry. Yeah, what are you talking about? The guy with the eyes, the one that always used to show oh, up because Steve hated yeah, and I hate and yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah. Alex looks a little better today. Looks like he may have gotten a little something overnight. No? Well, listen, good luck, Hi. fellas. Either that or he found a good magazine on the beach. One Hang, the in there. Hang in there, Gilbert. Okay, Hi, thanks, Alex. Thanks a lot, sir. Don't get the two... He was ripping you yesterday pretty good, Gilbert. I Don't enjoy Alex. He's, he's, he's Alex. the greatest. Well, you may stick around. You might be his audience today. You never know. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Boca next. Hello. Yeah. 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 Boca. Okay, good one. Let's uh, try Miami. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to the big bird bash? Meaning what? Uh, it's it's degenerated into psychoanalysis of the bird. Psychoanal analysis. Right. Meaning what? Meaning you wanted to just hear us rip him for four hours today? That's what you said it was going to be. Well, we didn't know he was coming here today. We had asked. He said he was going to shine. He said he declined. Oh, Neil, I had my friends come over. A couple of them took off from work. <laughs> I laid out the chips and the yeah. chips. Yeah, well, sir, dip this, okay? Disappointed. <laughs> Disappointed. Yeah, very disappointed. Oh, well. Another one of those uh, sadists out there in Radio Land. Mm -hmm. Here's a Boca Mobile. Hey, Neil. Yeah. First of all, I wanted to order some flowers, but I couldn't find the huh on my phone. Okay. Um, second of all... Gil Gilbert will dial the number four. Oh, it's 976-12. Okay, there you go. i got to order my lunch. 
three, two double cheeseburgers and large fries. Mm. Can Hello? we hear? Yeah. Two double cheeseburgers and large fries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. No, that'll do it. Large diet, ma'am. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Bert, it was nice hearing your voice. I do kind of miss you, but uh, that's oh, is the, deal. the uh, lady still there? Come on down! You're the next contestant on WIOD Six Ten in Miami, Florida. I think the guy behind me is listening to you guys also. Excellent. All right, cool. Tell Everybody. him to beep, beep his horn if he's listening. Every, everybody, is, beep uh, your horn if you're listening, sir. No, but he just gave me the thumbs up. He I don't just know gave you a finger, huh? Okay. There we go. Everybody in line at Burger King and Boca is listening Tell them to uh, turn on their headlights. Right. How are those uh, Big Macs? Are they hopping? <laughs> the Big Macs. <laughs> or those BLTs? I don't think we're going to get Big Macs where I'm standing. <laughs> okay, right. have a great life, sir. Good up. And Gilbert says uh, good luck to you. You'll need it. Here's uh, Kendall next. Hello. Hey, Glenn. Yeah. Now, what... What would it say for someone to uh, be fired and to go back and try to fetch on the air uh, for their job? What would? What now that's would not say, what I'm doing. Let's say Lee Iacocca went back to that's Ford. That's not what I'm doing, sir. Went back to Ford. I mean... You're not listening to me. It doesn't matter what I say. That's not what I'm doing. What are you doing? I'm here so that this didn't become a one-sided kangaroo court and to present that'll my be, side of the argument. You mean that if you weren't there, it would become a one-sided kangaroo court? Who gives a damn about you, Glenn? You're gone. You think Ford puts out memos about Lee Iacocca? You think they care about Well, him? there is one. It says uh, throw him off the property if he shows up. Well, uh, so to speak. Neil, you're from uh, upstate? Yeah. Canadagua? Yeah. Oh, excellent. I heard that uh, Zim was going to move the uh, Cubs over to Canadagua for spring training. Excellent. That would be terrific. Like in February. That would yeah. be excellent. They'd be really be ready to go. Absolutely. Okay, sir. Later. Have a good life. 143 at WIOD. Here's a uh, bird defense call from Miami. Meow. 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 Gilbert. Try to control yourself. Meow. Bird Jr. hasn't called today. Have you noticed? I guess he's gone. What? Yeah. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. We couldn't agree with you more. West Palm Beach. Hello? Oh, these Palm Beach calls, but well, at least that's one thing that hasn't changed. Tamarack. Glenn? Yeah? Touch my monkey. Okay. That must have been Bill Wise calling in from uh, GTR. Nice to hear from Bill. I beg your pardon? It's been a while since I've heard from Bill. Well, he's getting ready to go up to the uh, country, uh, whatever it is. Is up he going to do Georgia. country? He's going to be great. That's his favorite. He'll be right up his alley. Yeah, he loves country. Hollywood. Yes. Hi. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm so pleased. I finally got you after two hours of trying. Would you please get that surly bird off there? I went to Specs to see you especially and Neil and... Wait a minute. Well, and let's the bird. run this by again. Yeah. And you were marvelous. You were smiling, laughing with everybody. You signed my picture, autographed it. I asked the bird to, and he's I'm on my break. Oh, jeez. He just looked at me like I was dirt, oh, and people God. were so... You know, I never looked at anybody like they were anything except I what they were. Pardon. Except for Alan. I beg your pardon, sir, but you looked at me like I was a piece of dirt. Oh, come and on. And said you were on your break and didn't have time. Oh, gee, I... I, if I said that, I said to you, I've got to do something, I'll be back in two minutes, and I'll take care of it. My I would never say that to anybody. To you, too, because he was there, and he was most upset because he knew how much I wanted 
to get both of your autographs. You know, these calls, these are set up. No, they're not set <laughs> Oh, it's the same. It's a setup. Yeah, I feel just like you know, Stan. Well, you're sounding just like Stan. Paranoid and psychotic. What is it? Hello. How did you get on? <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the lady's husband. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought I thought I was losing my mind there for a no, second. No, no. Either I, that or she just I'm, had a hell I'm of an operation. I'm about six foot four, Neil. You may remember me. You're what? I'm about six foot four. I'm the big guy you were talking about. And I sort of made a way when you were at Biscayne Boulevard at Spec so my wife could get through. She got you a picture, and you were handing out those delicious chocolate-covered strawberries. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She turned that down. She got you a picture. You're working away. You're signing things, etc. You said to Anne, all the best. She goes over to the to the bird, and that little pipsqueak, that little teeny pipsqueak, looks at her and says, "I'm on my break." I felt like breaking them, you know, a broken beak or something. I mean, he. Sounds like a setup to me, sir. Yeah, yeah, some setup. I'd like to set you up, you little. Never mind. I never did. I just. That's ridiculous. You never did. That's no. ridiculous. Come on, will you? How many people have you heard? What are you, deaf? A deaf bird. Get a job. He never forgets and he never forgives, sir. Just remember that. Have well, a great day. I got news for you. Have a great life. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Get out of here. What? Be nice to my audience now. You may need not them someday. Not that one. Not, not those two. Well, they may uh, turn. Mm. Uh, 147 at You've never tasted anything like the great Okay, we got a couple of mobiles if they're still here in Miami. Yes? Neil. Yeah. Neil, I, uh, I had went out of town this morning, and I almost broke my neck trying to get back in time for some bird bashing, and I was shocked. To hear the bird on the on the air. It is shocking, isn't it? I, I was apoplectic. Uh, there must be some sort of conspiracy or something going on over there. Yeah. What? <laughs> conspiracy for what? Uh, oh, well, a, a conspiracy to uh, rehabilitate the bird. Not in this building, there's not. It's just unbelievable. I thought you had gotten rid of all the dead wood. I mean, I was glad to hear Farkle was gone, and now and now this guy's back. What's the story? He's not back. He's here for one day. Oh, that's great, because that, that cackle on the cart that you have is far superior. Got <laughs> <laughs> a life, bird. Okay, sir. Excellent, excellent call. Uh, Miami. Uh, Neil. Yeah. I'm a little miss. You're a little miss? Yeah, a little miss. I turned like on the radio miss and I wanted, I wanted to call you and talk about uh, baseball and now the bird's there. and uh, You talk about whatever you want to, sir. Well, are you sure it's okay? The pouch, we can't see it. He's in another room. Are you sure? What do I, you want? I just want to talk about the Cubs and uh, tell you they really stink. I think the Royals are going to win the World Series this year. Okay, sir. Well, it's obvious that you're on hallucinogens. Call us back when you straighten out. Oh, here's a caller we've been waiting for for a long time. Everything's fine, just fine, Dad. I just mentioned this guy, Bird Jr. You're going to land on your feet. Oh. <laughs> hey, have you called Calder lately? Not recently. Mm -hmm. He hates you, Dad. Yeah, why is that, I wonder? I wasn't invited to the birthday party. Fascinating. I don't know. Were you there? <laughs> Couldn't make it. <laughs> Boy, great to hear from you again. This See is you later, Dad. Just like old times. Okay, excellent. Another one of your people. Uh, Coral Gables, hello. 
Hey, Neil. Yeah. Um, I couldn't pass up the chance to uh, bash the bird. I want to say, uh, you listening, Glenn? Yeah. <laughs> and now, now listen close, bird. You're a pathetic, whimpering asshole, and I really don't understand how you lasted no. as long as you did. I really don't understand. By the way, Bird, you have no personality. No personality whatsoever. But he was pretty good on the show, though, right? <laughs> you got to give him credit for taking this abuse. You yeah. really do. Okay, have a nice life. Okay, 154. One of your before, people. Yeah, before we run out of time now, we got the tape rolling. We have the regular thing because we want to do this. Now, you ready for it? Yeah. Gilbert? All right, now, just hold on. Be out to the fall game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and crackers. Slow down, George. I don't care if I never get back to it. We'll move for the coffee. If they don't win, it's a shame. Good one, two. Please strike your out at the Great job. Great rendition, Gilbert. Okay, let's go to Coral Gables. I don't think they're there, are they? Neil. You, they are. What a shock. Yes. Uh, I just wanted to say that I think Johnny Dark killed the bird. I knew it was going south. Neil, you were fed up with Johnny Dark, and that killed him. Is that it? Well, I think the bird is a sour ass with an attitude. Can I ask a question, sir? Sure. Who the hell is Johnny Dark? I don't know. Okay. He's just a suckling looking for free food. Yeah. Have a nice life. Uh, here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Great. Hey, listen. I'm really sorry, birds off the air, okay? And I think you should pay him royalties every time you use his card tackling. And I can't believe, birds, you allow him to do that. Why do you do that, Bert? By the way, I would like to this say... This is another one of these sourpusses out there. Chronic, chronic sourpuss. That's okay. That's okay. You ain't too cool yourself. You can't take criticism, though. You no, I know. I know. I can I can dish it out, but I can't take it. That's, That's right. why you listen every day of your life, sir. You love it. I do. I love you. You thrive on it. Good. I I'm glad we feed that why neurosis you in your life, you slime ball. What is it? I wanted to say that that lie that was told on this program about me... Uh, Hiring an attorney to try to stop you from playing my stuff is the biggest lie. Now, wait I've a heard minute. That wasn't a lie that I manufactured. That was okay. a call. I don't. Uh, I didn't say you manufacture it. I Melvin. just want to say it's a lie. I would never do such Melvin a thing. Melvin had an anonymous call with I probably this guy from Coral Springs that just called up. I wouldn't do anything like that, and I couldn't anyway. It's your stuff. I would never even think about something. And like who would that. want it anyway, right? Exactly. Uh, Boynton Beach. Hello. Deal. Yeah. Who is this guy, Gilbert? How you doing, buddy? Was his father Elmer Fudd? What's that, Doc? And was his mother Barawawa? Let's go to a lady in Margate. Hello. Hi, Neil. Hi, Hi. Glenn. How are you? Okay. Uh, Neil, is it possible that Glenn has an evil twin? No. Okay. Let me tell you why. I was at Toyota. I did not experience any of the things that these people are saying. Uh -huh. Glenn was charming. I'll be done. Glenn was nice. Glenn signed an autograph for me. Yeah. 
Glenn had Well, I guess they all made it up then. No, they didn't all make it up. Maybe it was Because I sat it. there and I watched it myself for several hours. But there's no point in rehashing it because he's never, he's never going to fess up to it, okay? In his own mind, he didn't do it, and that's it. I understand what you're saying. I also give him a lot of credit for showing up here today. Okay. Okay? Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Wonderful. Coral Gables. How you doing, Neil? Okay. How's it going, Bird? Okay. And how's it going, Gilbert? Fine. <laughs> Neil, I, I know you're short on time, so I just have three quick things. Yes, sir. Number one, Neil, you're the greatest. So is Gilbert. Bird, we miss you. We love you. And number three, Richard Moore is a simpering, pathetic douchebag. Okay. Good call, sir. Thanks I like your uh, I like your technique there. <laughs> now, it's uh, 158. Uh, what, what the hell do you want? What the hell do I want? Yeah. You're not supposed to be on this show, are you? Uh, you, well, you never can tell. Things change. Yeah. Oxford. Time rolls on. Oh, it's the Miami Film Festival. Uh, are we on the air at this very moment? Yeah. Of course. Okay, here's the deal. On behalf of the pseudo-intellectual community, <laughs> I just wanted to call in and say we are deeply grateful that the bird is off the air. Oh. This is my good friend. Well, now, Bill come Costa. on. Come on, now. Nice hearing from you, Bill. No, I, no comeback, eh? Well, he's speechless. And i got to be honest, if I were him, I would be, too. Me I too. mean, even even c coming from you, God, Bill Cosford like the, Paul the, Harvey the great pseudo-intellectual in the history of, broad of uh, journalism. It's true. You mean it? Neil, I have not seen you at the film festival, as a matter of fact. I've been yeah. for you every night. Hold your breath, Billy. I, I Say not. hi to uh, Kodo. He's a great American. He is a great American. Okay, time to get a green card. Uh, Just <laughs> a joke, Juan. Just a joke. <laughs> See ya. And uh, the bird can get a life. Is See ya. Say Bye. goodbye. Okay, now, your verdict, Judge, what's it? we got 20 seconds. I admit, I think the bird is a very nice guy, and uh, I enjoy the guy. I, I think he's a wonderful person. Okay, it's the last time we're inviting Gilbert to be on the show. <laughs> no, but I also enjoy Neil. Best, Glenn, well, best of luck to you, and uh, thanks for coming by, I guess. I guess. And, well, listen, it was could have been worse. You could have uh, not eaten. And thanks, of course, to Eric, who just brightened up everybody's day. Eric's putting his clothes back on now. And we've got the, and thanks to the people from Channel 6 who are just goofing off for four hours. I can't believe that they don't have anything else to cover. And we got part of that studio audience in here already. It's looking a little thin so far. We got some other people? Oh, geez. Like I said, boy, you better get in here real quick because it's going to be overflowing. And Alex is desperate. If you're, if you're even close to being a woman, okay, just come in and be prepared to do anything and touch anything. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 on 610 WIOD.